The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. We're going to start the show today with a public service announcement. Calling all document holders. We ask that you check your garage, your old cars, and anything else in your home for any documents that you might have. You checking, Chris? (laughs) The government is looking for them and you, okay? (laughs) Oh, we're, we're, of course, joking. Good morning and welcome to the show. Talk with a purpose. It is Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us, as always. I, I tell you what, I have so much to talk about that I found myself this morning saying, gee, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. I've got too much to talk about and too little time to do it. Maybe we'll have an extended show. But Chris is fainting as I say that. Uh, just kidding, of course. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about Governor Ron DeSantis, and, and, and maybe we'll talk about this uh, this tragedy in Memphis. Uh, but then again, we don't know the whole story. I mean, we, we saw the video, but who knows? But a lot to talk about. And Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock this morning. So we've got a, a slew of things to talk about, and we welcome your participation at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. That's the number here in the studio. And of course, you can listen to us at 1450 AM or always online at WPGTalkRadio.com. But I wanted to talk, and I'll, I'll talk a couple of times, but I wanted to talk about this with regards to Governor Ron DeSantis. And as you know, I've touted him as the potential Republican nominee in 2024. And the more I think about it, the more I think it is likely to happen. But, you know, the liberals are relentless. And we've said this before, but they actually come out and lie. Can you imagine liberals lying? I just don't. I don't don't understand that. But this week, we had not one, not two. Not three, but four editorials about Ron DeSantis and how they were appalled at him receiving an award from the Union League of Philadelphia. Now, as you know, he was scheduled to speak there and he spoke and they gave him an award, the uh, Medal of Freedom. And here were the headlines of those editorials. The Union League should not honor Ron DeSantis. That's one. Where's the honor? That's number two. Number three, Union League's honor of Ron DeSantis goes against his own history. <laughs> and finally, Union League's honoring DeSantis draws protests from Philly NAACP. And those are just the ones that I know about. Uh, there's probably more, but I got to just pick out one columnist. And in fact, I was going to write her, but I wrote her before about another 
ridiculous column. And she answered me by saying, thank you for reading. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, you know what? Why even bother? Why even? I was going to invite her on the show, but you know, that'll never happen. But <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, don't invite me to anything else at the Union League of Philadelphia ever again. <laughs> she goes on to say that the Union League didn't allow a black member until 1972. And I said, what does that have to do with Ron DeSantis? It, it, I mean, where's the connection? Well, you should fault the Union League for not having a black member until 1972. So, so what's that all about? I, I guess it, it was wrong, but that's the way it was. That's just history. Again, we're trying to change history. And that's just, I, I don't see that having anything to do with Ron DeSantis. Then, oh, this is, this is the best. She says, Liz Cheney is more deserving of the award than Ron DeSantis because she sacrificed her career. DeSantis didn't. And that's not true. And then, then she goes on to say, DeSantis has done so much harm in his state. His bill in Florida about don't say gay. Here we go again. We are still talking about that bill. And it never said anywhere not to say gay. It said the curriculum should not include sexual orientations in grades K through three. Do you want your, I, I don't want my grandson being taught anal sex in third grade or fourth grade or fifth grade. That's, that's just not appropriate. So what the Sanders said was, Hey, this isn't appropriate, but yet the liberals, Oh, they lie. They lie. Don't say gay. And, and we're going to talk more about this later on in the show uh, about African-American studies and, and, and what he wanted, wanted to do to, to ban that or said it wasn't appropriate. And we're not going to have that in the state of Florida. So more and more, DeSantis is coming out and unlike Trump, he gives thoughtful and insightful reasoning as to why he says what he says. And all he says generally is, that's not appropriate. And why do we have to have drag queens? Do you, you ever notice this? Drag queens are in this. How did they get into this? You know, I didn't know what a drag queen, a drag queen was until I was 25. <laughs> is it important to know that at age six or eight? No. So... <laughs> Another columnist here, back to the DeSantis, uh, said several candidates would have been worthy. Instead, they chose a bully who has gained traction in Republican circles. <laughs> he is less Trump than Trump. <laughs> what? All in all, the Union League gave an award to a man who truly does deserve it who is fighting 
for the principles that this country was founded on. I, I mean, it, it, it just doesn't get any simpler than that. And, and wait to hear it later on. We're going to talk about another thing that DeSantis really talked about in regards to African-American studies and how ridiculous that is. So it really is something that he should have acted on, and he did. And I think our country is the better for it. 609-407-1450 is the number here in the studio. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We bring him on the, right now, the, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the one and only Seth Grossman, who has plenty to talk about. And I see where you um, you called out Atlantic Cape Community College. Uh, yes, I did. And uh, it really ties into uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. By the way, I'm calling right now from Naples, Florida, okay. where uh, it looked like uh, Governor DeSantis has uh, you know, won on climate change because it's about 50 or 60 degrees here. I think it's warmer in Atlantic City than it is in Naples, Florida right now. But that's a, a separate thing. But uh, Liberty and Prosperity still meets 930 to 10.30 when I'm not there. When I'm not there, our vice president, Brian Fitzherbert, runs the meeting, and he brings the average age of our group down about 30 years. Uh, and this will be a, a working session. Be, be, uh, besides uh, discussing the issues of the day, uh, we have our fundraiser on February 25th, and we're asking everyone who attends at 9.30 on Saturday uh, to um, be prepared to not only talk about things, but also stuff envelopes and put on stamps and labels uh, to send out invitations to our fundraiser. But to go back to the connection between Ron DeSantis, uh, uh, governor of Florida, and Atlantic Cape Community College, is uh, last uh, week we, we found that something horrible at the college uh, seemed to be going on. I'm talking about Atlantic Cape Community College. Uh, it's run by Atlanta County and Cape May County together. There are three campuses, one in Mays Landing, one in Cape May Courthouse, one in Atlantic City. And last Monday, uh, the uh, Cindy DeFalco, head of human relations, said we're going to have a special uh, meeting to discuss leveling equity uh, of, of how they could uh, stop disparity among students um, of, of different racial and ethnic groups and to have a discussion on how to fix the problem of some groups of students achieving more than others. Uh, we're going to have meetings, uh, but we're going to have separate meetings based on race. Uh, the email to all employees of Atlantic Cape Community College said staff, and I'm quoting, staff who identify as black, Hispanic, Asian American, Native American, or Pacific Islanders we're going to have a meeting on Thursday. This is last Thursday at 3 o'clock. Um, and, and by having that meeting at 3 o'clock, it was during working hours, they would get paid for it, uh, for being at this meeting. But staff who did not identify as black, Hispanic, Asian American, Native American, or Pacific Islanders, they were invited to a meeting uh, on Friday at 4 o'clock uh, where they would not get paid for being at that particular meeting. And as uh, many uh, people know, we put this out on our libertyandprosperity.com website and our email update. 
And it actually got picked up by a national conservative uh, publication called American Thinker uh, and, and created this, this outcry. And the following day, the uh, head of uh, human relations said, oh, this was a mistake, uh, and both meetings were canceled. And, uh, you know, I thought that was the end of the matter. But then uh, yesterday, the, uh, you know, the college president issued a, a special uh, email justifying having separate meetings based on race because they said that, that as we try to uh, level, um, you know, we want to level achievement and uh, we want to create equity. And because of this, uh, the exact words is our intention was to offer a safe space for our employees of color uh, to discuss this, this disparity that we're having. Uh, and and to me that and I am I still there I, I don't know. I heard a beep am I no still you're there? here you're still you're still here you're, you're okay, rolling yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay so so what they wanted is so so then you you have to ask yourself what do you mean a safe space how are employees of color threatened by attending the same meeting uh, as people of other races and other ethnic groups and um, you know is it because uh, you have to shield people not to be exposed to people of different groups who disagree with with you. Or even worse, uh, is the idea of separate meetings so people of one ethnic group could blame people in another group for their failures and not give the people in the other group a chance to hear what they're being accused of and defending themselves. But But there's actually a bigger issue here, and that is about 25 years ago. Uh, when it became apparent that there were growing disparities between you know, blacks and whites and other ethnic groups, uh, President Bill Clinton said we needed a national conversation on race. And we all had to get together and talk things out to find out what was going wrong with the American dream. And as soon as we started to have that conversation, you would have uh, many of your black leaders would say, oh, it's all racism, it's all systemic racism, it's all product of slavery, no other group went through what black Americans went through. And when we started to have this conversation about race 25 years ago, you had a lot of Jews, Italians, Irish, Asian Americans who say, no, you're completely wrong. When my grandfather came to this country, uh, he faced the same discrimination. Uh, he had the same setbacks. He had to work. He had to save. He had to train. He had to go through hell to build a better life for himself or herself and, and, and the family. And that's how we succeeded. And as soon as that conversation started to happen, the Democrats and the woke liberals, they just shut down the conversation. We can't have that conversation anymore. But yet, if we want to solve uh, this, uh, this problem that we have with, with uh, certain segments of our country falling behind, you have to have an open conversation. And as we talked about many times, uh, with uh, Benjamin Franklin, the uh, when you have people with different political opinions, when they collide, sparks of truth fly out and political light is obtained. But when you shut down these conversations or you want people to say things and not be open to criticism or disagreement, then people um, are more ignorant because they're not they don't have their ideas challenged. And it's just uh, horrible, I think that Atlantic Cape Community College has gotten so woke 
uh, that we we think it's normal to have segregated meetings based on race. And instead of being embarrassed by it, we have the college uh, president, uh, Dr. Barbara Gaba, is, is justifying it. So that's our main issue. Now, how does this tie into Governor DeSantis? Well, Governor DeSantis has this exact same problem with a college in Florida called New College in Sarasota. And he dealt with it two weeks ago by appointing seven new trustees to replace the trustees that they have now. And they're going to uh, turn uh, New College in Sarasota into a regular functioning college again, where people with different viewpoints are freely allowed to express their opinions. And I think that uh, Dennis Levinson uh, of Atlantic County, who appoints seven of the 13 trustees of Atlantic Cape Community College, and the uh, and, and Len Desiderio in Cape May County, uh, uh, old Republican board that appoints three of the 13 trustees. So you have Republicans picking 10 of the 13 trustees of Atlantic Cape Community College. I think they have to ought to take a, a, a lesson from Ron DeSantis and really clean up that college because it's doing a real disservice by um, by teaching people that it's normal uh, to shut out people who disagree with you and blame everybody else for problems that, that you're having. So that's what's going on with our college. You know, in and of itself, that whole thing smacked of racism because if, that w- if they would have said, oh, uh, we're going to have whites only, you would have heard a backlash like you wouldn't believe. So, you know, and here, on the other hand, they this thing comes out and nobody says anything. But until you said something, it, it would have gone unnoticed. So it, it's inherently racist, you know, I, I think anyway. And I wonder if sooner or later this will be an article of the, in the press of Atlantic City because <laughs> I think it is sort of newsworthy. Yes. Uh, but, you know, who, who am I to say? Yes. Uh, the, the other issue that, that, that's coming up, of course, yesterday uh, was International Holocaust Awareness Day or Remembrance Day, uh, January 27th. And this is a classic case of how the left sets the agenda. Because why was yesterday set for Holocaust Awareness Day. Because in Israel and in the Jewish community, uh, the Holocaust Awareness Day is in April uh, to recognize, um, you know, during the Holocaust when the Jews of the Warsaw Ghetto revolted and and fought back the Germans uh, with nothing but like pistols and and, and handguns for 30 days. Uh, and, And why isn't... So when the Jewish community recognizes the Holocaust, uh, why doesn't the, the world, why aren't the official remembrance ceremonies uh, when it's celebrated, not celebrated, but when it's remembered in Israel and in the Jewish community? And that's because in the Jewish community, the lesson of the Holocaust is uh, millions of Jews were murdered because we did not have a country or an army and we were unable to defend ourselves. And that's why it was so important to set up the uh, state of Israel as a safe place uh, for Jews. But yet uh, the left wants to recognize the Holocaust on January 27th. Why January 27th? Because that's when the, 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 the Red Army of Russia um, liberated the concentration camp of Auschwitz. And so they want to present the left, uh, the, the communists, as the heroes of ending the Holocaust, when in fact it was the left and the communists who 
basically created the Holocaust because in 1939, uh, communist leader Stalin made a deal with Hitler to divide Europe and, uh, you know, it just really made the whole thing possible. So uh, that's something we have to have to re- recognize. And that's another point that comes up. Uh, you may have noticed in the editorial uh, section of the Press of Atlantic City, there have been a lot of attacks on Jeff Van Drew because Jeff Van Drew criticized a documentary that, uh, that came out in December, uh, really uh, attacking America for not doing enough during the, the Holocaust. And, and Jeff Van Drew said, well, wait a minute, this is like, like with slavery. We ended the Holocaust. Why are you attacking us for, for not doing enough to stop it? And, uh, and, and of course, the, a lot of fake scholarship about the Holocaust was mentioned in these letters attacking Jeff Van Drew. So I submitted a letter, and I, I think it's going to be published soon, to point out that this uh, Ken Burns documentary completely distorted the history of the Holocaust by blaming only conservatives for America's shortcomings in the past. It failed to mention the many failures of so-called progressive Americans, including Democrats, socialists, communists, and pacifists, and others on the left, including many American Jewish leaders. And I don't have time you know just go on the radio but there's so much uh, uh documented uh, sources out there there was a 1985 book called where we are brothers keepers by haskell lookstein documented the many failures of american jewish leaders during the 1930s and 1940s there was a book by eric larson called in the garden of beasts that talked about how democratic presidents uh, franklin roosevelt's top two immigration officials hated Jews when they visited Atlantic City in the early 1930s. And this is amazing. Uh, And when you have this Atlantic City angle, seems to come up anywhere. But you had this uh, undersecretary of state who was in charge of immigration under Democratic President Franklin Roosevelt called William Phillips. When William Phillips uh, went uh, to visit Atlantic City, he writes in his diary how the place was infested with Jews uh, and how he couldn't stand coming to Atlantic City. This is William Phillips, the number two uh, man in the State Department under Franklin Roosevelt. And then you had a, the, the assistant secretary of state with a guy called Wilbur Carr, uh, appointed by Franklin Roosevelt. And he complained that when he came to, the, uh, uh, to a visit Atlantic City, he went, came to the Claridge Hotel. And he said it was disgusting how the Jews were everywhere at the Claridge Hotel, so thank God, he said, I was able to change my uh, reservation and go to the Dennis Hotel, where it was uh, much more pleasant. So what you had is these uh, Democrats under the Roosevelt administration, you know, not right-wingers, not KKKers, but, but so-called progressives. And, uh, and a little-known fact of the Holocaust is that German Jews, uh, there were plenty of uh, openings in the quota system for German Jews to come to America. But under the Roosevelt administration, uh, they um, deliberately ignored the quotas and kept these German Jews out anyway. But that was not mentioned anywhere in that Ken Burns documentary. But the real story uh, about the Holocaust, and, and this is what many German historians are pointing out, you know, what caused the hatred of the Jews uh, in Germany that led up to the Holocaust? And the overwhelming conclusion is that it was German socialism. Because what does socialism do? We've discussed that before. It turns the biblical sin of envy and coveting your neighbor 
into a social justice virtue. It promotes the idea that government should take from those who have too much and give it to those who have too little. And once you have a nation embraces the idea that most people don't have enough because a certain minority has too much, uh, usually uh, well-achieving minorities like Jews and Asians are the first to get targeted. And that's the, the missing thing. So with all these Holocaust study programs, they go out of their way to try to uh, blame you know, right-wing American traditions when really it's socialism that creates that envy and hatred of those with too much. And we see that embedded in all of our, our black studies programs. So that's, that's a second thought. And, and the, the final thought, um, do I have time for one more? Go ahead, go ahead, since, sure, uh, sure. Uh, okay, and, and that is, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about George Santos, uh, you know, uh, the Republican congressman from New York, uh, lying about everything. And the real lesson that Liberty and Prosperity, our, our group teaches, is yeah, the real problem with guys like George Santos is that our founding fathers knew from the beginning that politics attracts uh, men of avarice and ambition. Uh, the worst sort of people are attracted to politics and government. And that's why it's so important to have constitutions to define and limit exactly what government uh, can do. But the other thing with the George Santos story is the lies he has told are far more harmless than the big lies being told by both the Democrats and Republicans about the big issues. And right now, the biggest issue going on right now in Washington is the debt ceiling. Both the Republicans and Democrats are lying about our national debt. The Democrats are saying we have to raise the debt ceiling um, because uh, we'll have financial catastrophe if we don't. The Republicans are saying we've got to cut spending uh, and bring the budget under control, uh, but that the debt of the United States is sacred and it has to be paid. But the truth that neither one of them is saying is that we're too far gone for that. When you have a government of the United States with an income of $3 trillion a year, and, and we have a debt of $30 trillion, uh, a year. So the debt uh, of 10 times more than their income is just like a household where someone's making $30,000 a year and they have $300,000 of credit card debt, not counting their mortgage. There's no way that debt is going to be paid. And what we really need to be doing is decide what will get paid and what won't get paid like adults instead of lying to each other and pretending this is not going to happen because sooner or later that debt's going to be paid either by printing out dollars that are worth 10 cents on a dollar or stiffing people by paying uh, people uh, 10 cents on the dollar on their debt. One way or the other, uh, you cannot pay uh, this debt, especially since uh, the prosperous baby boomers are dying off and we're replacing them with a bunch of um, you know illegal immigrants from every poverty-stricken country in the world. <laughs> so that's what we have to deal with. And uh, and again, uh, the meeting uh, 9:30 uh, and the Brian Fitzherbert. I know. Uh, uh, any, by the way, anyone who wants to complain about Seth Grossman, this is a perfect time to come because uh, <laughs> you know I'm in Naples, Florida, and, and and you'll probably get a more of a worded edgewise. So have a great weekend. Yeah. And uh, and by, by the way, about by the way, 31 trillion in debt. 
31 trillion. That's the, the oh, uh, well, you know, that, that's like whatever jerks and a Republican leader once said. He said, a, a billion here, a billion there, pretty soon you're talking real <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah. And now what we've done is we've gone from a billion to a trillion, yes. which is a thousand billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even want to think about it. Okay. Anyway, have a great week. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website, and I'll send my dues in this week, Seth, okay, <laughs> for 2023. And uh, for the fundraiser of february 25th talk with a purpose is the show saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 i'm john demassi we'll talk to matt did anyone tell him what the score was of that game last week uh maybe maybe you will if it, maybe you can just contact him okay we'll talk to matt and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450 we'll have more talk with a purpose in just a moment When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company back here on talk with a purpose we missed him last week in fact people were texting me or emailing me where was matt i don't know where matt is am am i supposed to know where he is (laughs) matt is here in the leadoff spot on talk with a purpose matt good morning welcome to talk with a purpose good morning coach i'm sorry i was a healthy scratch last week um i was People I was were... uh, traveling back from New Hampshire, so I'm back in Atlantic City now. Okay. So, good to have uh, you back. Yeah, I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, I knew you were going to bring up the game. I knew that. <laughs> good God. Well, I just wanted to know if you were aware of the score. That was that was really all I wanted. To yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm well aware of it. I almost broke my TV. But anyway... Uh, yeah, we don't have the horses to deal with the Eagles this year. We don't have any speed. We don't have any speed on the outside. Just overmatched, and that's it. But you know what? They hey, us to win. Uh, he, he, that guy should get coach of the year. Should definitely get coach mm-hmm. of the year with, with what he did with they, that team. Dayball, Dayball, he, they picked us to win four games. All the opponents picked us to win four games. Yeah, yeah. And we made a divisional playoff round, so. yeah. Yeah, they both did pretty good with the yeah, team. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes. But anyway, I want, I want to comment about the Santas again, since uh, you brought it up and Seth brought it up. Yeah. Um, 
that 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 goofy speaker of the house, speaker for the president, right? Jean Pierre. Paul, oh my God! Was it Corrine Jean Pierre? Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. yeah. Now she came out live in the press conference the other day and commented on DeSantis. Okay. Yeah, I heard it. I, I heard that. Yeah. I disagree with one thing about DeSantis Trump, but we'll get to that. But what she said was, it's a shame that he doesn't teach African-American studies in the state of Florida. That's not true. He flat out said it. That's not true. Yes, that's not true. It's not true at all. I'll tell you why. DeSantis is a smooth cat. Yes. Okay? Yes. He's real smooth and real sharp, and he knows his issues. Okay? Yeah. And what he did was he went. And they're doing a trial for this course in college. And this stems off of uh, what Seth was saying. Yes. And they want to teach this uh, new woke uh, African-American studies class. And it's only under the trial period now. They're, they're testing it out in like 20 different states. And yes. Florida's one of them. Yeah. But the fairness is too sharp for that. Yes. He went and read the syllabus. He went and read the syllabus about what the course was about. And it was about white supremacy, uh, abolishing the entire prison system. Yeah, that's right. The prison system and defunding the police yet again. Yes. Okay. All of those. And DeSantis right. said, yep. DeSantis said, not in my state. I'm sorry. You're that's not right. teaching that course in any college in this state. That's right. I'm sorry. That's You're right. not. Yeah. That's not, you know what he said? He's so smooth. He said, that's not. That's not African-American history. African-Americans don't want abolishment of prisons. That's not... Most African-Americans I know have jobs, they have kids, they have things to do. That's right. It's, it's a disgrace that you even associate African-Americans with prisons right away. Yeah. What's the matter with you? And they everybody shut up after he said that, okay? Yeah. yeah. But no, they're much they're much the same though, John. Yeah, they tell you directly what they mean, him and Trump. Yes, they, yes. They don't beat around the bush. They speak off the hip. They don't need a teleprompter. They'll just tell you straight out what they're thinking, and that's the way DeSantis is too. He'll tell you straight out what yeah, he's thinking. That's right. He, he, he don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I agree. I agree with down. you. I I agree with you. You know and. and for uh, this White House press secretary, and she is really horrible. I mean, she reads off the teleprompter or she reads off the cards or, or whatever it is that she's reading off of. And she just says the things. Binder. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I don't know where they got her, I guess, because she's black. You know, it, it, it checks the box. But, I mean, I don't think she's qualified at all to be press secretary. But, but I mean, she just yeah. flat out, flat out lied, and said, "Oh, he, he doesn't want to teach African American studies." He didn't say that. <laughs> no, he didn't say that at all. He wants to, but not that course. Yeah, that's okay? right. That's right. That, that you know, so he shot her up right away. Uh, you know, like I said, he's like Trump. He shoots from the hip. Yep. That's it. He tells you what he's thinking. Boom, done. Problem over. Yes. Well, uh, good to have you back, Matt, and thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, you, you, you'll, you'll get a day off occasionally. <laughs> uh, Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5.
another caller after the break who was not with us last week. John's on the line. He'll he'll come up after the break. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, I got to tell you, B.F. Mazio, I, I, I just have this craving all of a sudden for oranges. And last week when I was at B.F. Mazio, I bought three types of oranges and I ate them all this week. <laughs> and I'm going to buy more today. Caracara uh, oranges, they, they're called. These uh, pink oranges inside, it, it, they're just delicious. And uh, tangelos and juice oranges, all of those, they're, they're really top quality. And that's what you find at B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And I do want to remind you that uh, you can join the text messaging club. And, and all you do is text your number to 609 609- Eight five three five six six six, and what that does is that gives you weekly specials, and you get a coupon as well. Isn't that nice? BF Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route Nine. That's six zero one New Road in Northfield, and online at bfmazio.com. And maybe tomorrow you're going to have some people over for the game, and you want to make your life easier. Just get a couple of sides. And BF Mazio will customize that order for you. You can do it today. You can order today. Oh, they'll love you for that. (laughs) You can can order it today or you can pick it up tomorrow, whatever. The game's not till three o'clock. So you got some time, but, but that's what you want to do. And of course, for the big game coming up, that's what you can do as well. BF Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route 9. That's 601 New Road in Northfield. Uh, Catering is their specialty. Uh, You name it. They do it. Gift baskets, fruit baskets, you name it, they'll do that too. And, of course, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. That's bfmazio.com. We're coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. A partly sunny, beautiful start to the weekend with a mild high of 55. Clouds will be breaking tonight with a low 34. Tomorrow, some sunshine will give way to clouds still on the mild side with a high 56. Rather cloudy Monday with temperatures still in the middle 50s. For AccuWeather, I'm forecaster Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. What, no Chris Coleman with the weather? That was yesterday. (laughs) Chris Coleman is now our weatherman on our other stations. He is he is just waiting for the call from Channel Six. I mean, where Channel Six? If you're listening, Chris Coleman is the man. Okay, I'm ready. he he doesn't look as good as Cecily Tynan, but look, right. <laughs> uh, talk with a purpose is the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. 
Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, where were you? I wasn't feeling well, and I'm going to give that as a segue to get healthy, start eating healthier foods than that. I there, was there, you flu, so. there you go. There you go. I slept all day. Oh man, <laughs> not feeling too. I'm just starting. I'm just starting to get right now. But anyway, those those bully boys, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, who have taken the Republican away, Republican Party away from the ideals that our country was founded on. Okay, the ideals that our country was founded upon. I I take the, the case of Seth. No, not Seth. His name Amos Miller. Amos Miller is the Amish farmer who had forty members with their eyes wide open, who had membership with his. With his farm, with his farm and ranch that he had, where he was feeding them uh, meat, uh, you know, cattle, uh, steak, beef, uh, yogurt, cheese, and uh, milk from cows that live on pastures to get plenty of sunshine and fresh water. And also, he was giving them, he was selling them grain, non-GMO grain, that being that has glyphosate locked into the uh, nucleus of it. So you're eating crap. We're eating crap all the time. This guy's selling wholesome food to the public, and he's he's been fined three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. And he's uh, faced with jail time. That that's not the ideals that our country was founded on. Sorry, it's not. That's right. Uh, not at all. It's right. About, yeah, talking about how us us racist white devils. Uh, uh, please, a lot of that stuff started with a man named Muhammad Farad who brought this his brand of Islam over and taught Elijah Paul that the white man is a devil. That's Elijah Muhammad, and then and then Farrakhan took over from him. The white man's an inherently evil white devil. Well, the original Muhammad. He chased, and these are not white Jews he chased, not Ashkenazi Jews, he missionary hate Jews. These are brown-skinned Arabian Jews he chased out of Medina with the clothes on their back on, into the Arabian desert. And they found a swamp called Kaibar, turned it into a thriving oasis. And before he burned it to the ground, because it, they built it into a thriving oasis, before burning it to the ground, he raped all the women, him and his cutthroat men, killed all the men down to puberty, okay, and, and took all, looted it of every piece of uh, gold and silver and every jewel, precious jewel that he could find. That's the original Muhammad, and that's real. That's real history. That's not. That's not his story. That's real history. So enough of this bull crap that the white man's the devil. That's right. There's black Muslims murdering black. There's black Muslims murdering black Christians in Africa right now as we speak, and there's a uh, and also in, in the uh, they, they talk about the communists liberating um, Auschwitz in uh, January 27th. Well, talk about the Holodomor uh, where uh, Stalin starved 7.5 million Kulak farmers to death, and also they're they're persecuting Christians. Uh, not to take away from the uh, Uyghur Muslims, Muslims that are being persecuted there, but they've been persecuting Christians for a long time there. So the Christians are the, are the brunt of it all. And, uh, and that's what it's going to get down to. Ultimately, it's going to be the Christian. It's going to be the uh, patriot. It's going to be the conservative that's going to be on the receiving end. Because socialism always sets up gulags and stalags. And they and they are already had they've already set up the uh, concentration camps. The first one was in 1976 out of the Mojave Desert. That's There's uh, over 1,000 uh, detention centers that have been built all over America. People don't know what's going on. It's not my fault. And uh, not some tinfoil wearing cook from Ocean City. But what's really going on, we're having our country taken away from us, from, uh, from underneath of us. And separation is, is, a, is, a, is a means to the end for them. It, it's, it's, it's separating us against each other, which is unconstitutional because our Constitution worked. Like Seth Grossman said, we have to come, we have to, come to a, a meeting ground and discuss our ideas. And our ideas can... Our, our ideas will rub up against each other, but, but some truth will spark out of it, okay? That's true. But we're not doing that. We're excluding white people as the devil, and it's, it's, it's nonsensical. That's it right. has to come to us end now. That's right. So thanks for letting me call in. Thanks, thanks John. Uh, boy, he's right on. This country was not founded on these wacko principles that they're, they're, they're spewing out. 
I mean, what Seth brought up earlier about the uh, separate meetings, can you imagine if they would have said, uh, we're going to have white people only at a meeting? Somebody would have lost their job over that. But yet, oh, separate meetings for for black, Asian, Hispanic, uh, ridiculous. Elmer is in Maryland. Elmer, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Um, glad to hear you. Um, hope you had good holidays. Uh, don't ever take off for two weeks, so it seemed like a whole month. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I sort of well, we we had the holidays, and that was uh, that was sort of a that was a station thing where they said everybody's going to be off, so we took off. But uh, most of the time, I, I don't take off. So thanks for thanks for uh, saying that. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, I wanted to talk about this with the, the important documents that everybody and their mother and brother has at their house. Yeah. I don't have mine in it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Did you check? I mean, we had I the... I don't know. I, I got to go check the garage. I yeah. got a garage, so I don't get out to the wall. Check, check the car. Check the garage. Check everywhere. I mean, uh, you know, it was a big issue when when it was Trump. But now, oh, they found one in Pence's house and Biden, and now it's not that's a big, no big deal, you know. So, yeah, he went back to Jimmy Carter days. Yeah, they, they, the old Jimmy Carter, he gave his back. He yeah, said, the old Jimmy gave his back. <laughs> they, so. And you don't think our, our 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 adversaries know that? You know, they, yeah, they, sure. You know, they probably pretty, you know the maid. Hey, give us some documents. You're, you know, then the maid's richer than the person. <laughs> you you got to watch for those maids. <laughs> they 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 know more than the, the people themselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's why they signed them. They signed contracts and stuff, saying you'll never talk to anybody. Or yeah, we'll just sue the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elmer, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Yeah, now that they found. Documents in Pence's uh, place, and they found documents in Biden's place, and who knows who else has them? Uh, Elmer said Carter. Who knows? But now it's not a big deal. You know, before, oh, Trump, they, they sent 300 people to his house, and, and then it became a big deal. But now it's not a big deal. So the old double standard. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I hadn't really planned to talk about this, but I guess being that it's really in the news this morning is the uh, five fired Memphis, Memphis police officers. And I, I did not see the video, um, but I heard it's pretty graphic. But you notice there will be protests and not saying that, but um, you notice it's not as bad as if they were white officers. Five black officers, so it's you know it's not that much of a a big deal, but we'll see where it goes. But I I don't even know what the story is. All I know is that he it was a traffic stop. He was reckless driving, and then he got out of the rant and he ran, and that, who knows where, how it escalated from there. But uh, I'll have to see the video. Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
Rarely we do have some open lines, and we do now. 609-407-1450. More talk with a purpose in our number one after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you like to email me during the week... And certainly I do get a lot of emails and a lot of interesting stuff. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. And you can also like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And that is the show, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, we talked about this last week, and I'll tell you what I would do if I was a resident of Upper Township. A- and again, this is not to be construed as legal advice because I'm not a lawyer, although I play one on the radio. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I've certainly worked with hundreds of lawyers, so uh, a little bit of knowledge has come my way. But Upper Township and they didn't say anything, but the superintendent of schools resigned uh, over the holidays, and that's very unusual because usually they say they're going to resign and they take it till the end of the year and then they get a replacement. But the superintendent resigned, and Monday night they had a board of education meeting, and the people tried to get some answers. But they didn't get much. Are you surprised? Uh, They released a copy of the settlement agreement, but it was heavily redacted. Oh, that's isn't that isn't that nice? I mean, you're releasing a document and doesn't say anything. So the residents questioned having another superintendent come in. And they will do that temporarily. So the new guy is going to come in, but he's only charging them $675 per day. Per day. But he's only working four days a week. (laughs) Oh, I guess that lessens the blow. So what is that? That's almost $2,800 for a week. So the residents question this. And they didn't get any answers. So now here's where I say this is not legal advice, but here's what I would do. And a lawyer once recommended this to me when I had a dispute with with the town and I wasn't living in Upper Township. But 
you put your taxes in escrow, in, in the lawyer's escrow account, and then you inform Upper Township that you are doing that until you are satisfied with an answer as to why this superintendent was uh, resigned and then a new one came in in the middle of the school year. I mean, that's what I would do. And, and it's a way to, but I'm sure not everybody will do it. I don't even think one person will do it. But I'm just suggesting that's something you can do. And I do believe it is legal. But, and I'm not saying don't pay your taxes because that, that would be illegal. And then you could lose your property. But the point is that people deserve answers. It's their money that Upper Township has given out to this guy who who knows why he resigned and who knows what the situation was. If somebody would explain it, I mean, it makes me think that there's some kind of uh, some kind of misdeed that went on there. But I, I would think that they would explain that. So let the people know that this is why we did what we did. But nobody's saying a word. And, of course, the press contacted them and I contacted them and they're not going to talk. I mean, to, to, to say they would come on the radio, they're not going to talk. And if they did, they would say, well, you know, we can't say. And So, so more, more of that gobbledygook that they're going to give out. So it, it just makes sense to me that Upper Township should come clean and at least explain what happened. Because it is very, very, very unusual that a, a superintendent resigns in the middle of a school year and then gets $300,000 in pay for two years. And then they got to bring in another superintendent at $675 a day to, to take his place. I mean, this is craziness. So if you want to comment on that, feel free to do that. If you want to comment on this Memphis police shooting, uh, because now all we're hearing is, oh, there's protests and we got to get justice. Well, they fired the police officers and they were arrested. And I, I do believe that they're out on bail, but they're going to be charged and they should be with. Uh, I understand what the beating was, was was severe, but we don't hear why. There was a traffic stop and he was reckless driving and then he gets out of the car. And that's all I heard. I, I didn't hear anything else. But there's obviously more to that story than we've been told so far. All we've heard is, oh, they beat him up. And they, and that's a shame. It really is a shame. They are comparing it to the Rodney King beating in way back in 91. Remember, remember that? That was that was tough. So we'll see what happens with that, and also we'll see what happens with uh, Upper Township. And if you want to comment on either of those, feel free to do so, 609-407-1450. And uh, we're going to have Joe Yakovich come in, and I know that Joe is going to be talking about this debt ceiling that Seth Grossman mentioned. And we are $31 trillion in debt. Like the uh, late senator said, oh, it's a billion, it's a trillion, it's a billion, and so what? What's another billion? What's it's 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 in debt, and we are in debt, and and I don't think, and I I agree with Seth. You know, if you're a homeowner, 
and you have $300,000 in credit card debts, you'll never pay that off. Never. I think $5,000, if you paid the minimum, would take you 32 years to pay off. So what's 300000 Do you follow the logic? <laughs> that there is no way, no way you are ever going to get out of debt. So are we going to get out of debt? Who knows? Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number one, rapidly coming to a close. Hour number two, we got a lot on the table. A little bit more about Ron DeSantis and uh, what he is proposing. And want to talk about this six-year-old who brought the gun to school. And now it's come out that several teachers and administrators said, hey, this kid's got a gun in school and he's, well, you know, he's a little off. He's a lot off. So what should we do about that? And nothing was done. And then the teacher got shot. And now she is suing the school district in Newport News, Virginia. (sighs) Never a dull moment, is there? Talk with a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for joining us this morning. As always, a pleasure to have your company for our little get-together here every Saturday morning. And we will... Uh, got a lot on the table this hour. And then Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock. Uh, Ron DeSantis, of course. I, I want to talk about this this African-American studies. And Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary who is probably the least qualified, she makes us want to have Jen Psaki back. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, they go from bad to worse. We'll talk about uh, Ron DeSantis and, and uh, this African-American studies course. And also, I want to talk about this six-year-old boy who shot the teacher. This is really disturbing because... Th- they were warned, administrators warned, and people warned, and so on and so forth. And it, and and nobody paid attention, you know. And this goes to show you uh, that we're so politically correct today that we don't want to do anything because if we do something, oh, well, you're going to offend that one, you're going to offend this one, you're going to, yeah. And a teacher got shot. I mean. How many times are we going to do this, huh? 
We'll get to the thing about DeSantis, but let's talk to Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning. How are you doing, Mr. Mathis? Good. How about you? Good. Can't complain. Good Lord, give me another day. That's right. Um, I want to explain something. I lived in Florida for a long time. You know, uh, my father restaurant down there. I went to school down there. Um, we had a superintendent for a county. Yes. Okay. Not not for each school, like we do in Jersey. Yeah. And even for there's there are superintendents of places don't even have schools. That's, that's right. <laughs> okay. And and that we it costs twenty seven thousand dollars per student to go to Atlantic City High School. Yes, that's right. And look what we're getting. Oh. Horrible. The people got to wake up and push for school choice. I mean, and and because the state and the federal government can't run anything well. No, I mean, just so get it out of their hands. Give it into the free market where if we had school choice, where your money follows the kid, like it does in Europe. I mean, we, the uh, wokes are all about Europe and all about how Europe's socialist and all that, but not when it comes to the schools. That's right. Because because the schools dump millions and millions of dollars into the uh, Democratic um, and progressive uh, thing. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I, all I, right? I, I agree. And, I agree. I mean, and and the other the other thing is that all this that you hear with. Um, this wokeness, all it is, is trying to throw us into a race war because that way they can control us. That's right. And that's what they're looking for. That's right. That's what they're looking for. I yeah. mean, and and it's the way they can get totalitarianism because you know what? What happened in Germany could happen here. People will retrade their um, freedom for security. That's right. And that's what's happening because, I mean, you see what's going on in these cities. You you got somebody in there that came and said, "Look, I'll clean the streets. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You got to do what I tell you, though." And that's what's going to happen. Yes, that's right. Oh, I I agree with you. I agree with you. And and that twenty seven thousand a year, you could send your child to a private high school, and pay less, and you get a top flight education. So what's that tell you? That's right. What's what's that tell you? I mean, superintendent. The only thing I think that I, the only thing I think that the, the public schools do a half decent job of, and it's mostly because of the coaches, is in the athletic area. Yes. And art. Yes. yes. They, they, you, you have some good people in there doing that, but not at twenty seven thousand dollars a year. No. Come on. No. no. That's 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 way way over the top. Al, thanks for the call. We appreciate that, and and some good points. Yeah, twenty seven thousand a year. For Atlantic City. <laughs> Can you think what 27000 could buy you? I mean, well, it could definitely buy you a, a top flight education at a private school for less. I, I just don't understand it. Speaking of schools, I want to talk about this. Governor DeSantis, uh, really the rejection of a history course. And of course, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, said, oh, Governor DeSantis doesn't want to teach African-American history. Wrong. Wrong. He never said that. 
never hinted at it. So what this is, is they're, they're testing this advanced placement course. And part of this is a, a history course. And the governor has rejected the proposed nationwide advanced African-American studies course. And he says, and rightfully so, it pushes a political agenda. He said, we want education, not indoctrination. The course as it stands now promotes the idea that modern American society oppresses blacks and other minorities and women. And the course includes a chapter on, you ready for this? Black queer studies. (laughs) The administration finds this inappropriate. An excerpt from one of the textbooks in the course. We have to encourage and develop practices whereby queerness isn't a surrender to the status quo of race, class, gender, and sexuality. This is from a book that is part of this study and part of this course called One Dimensional Queer. And and this is really another aspect of this course, a group calling for the abolishment of prisons and that there is a war against gay and transsexual black people. So this is what Governor DeSantis wants to, I mean, he doesn't want any parts of it. And, And I agree with him. Do you want your kids being taught that? And especially younger kids. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just, it's incredible. It's really incredible. I, I, I just, we can't make this stuff up. You know, we can't. 609-407-1450. The show is called Talk With a Purpose, and it is here every Saturday, 9 till noon, here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Let's talk to Linda in Absec. And Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Well, good morning, and it's always, it's always nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. And listen to your show, a favorite show of mine. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, John, um, you know, this was a horrible thing that happened with the five police officers. Yes, it is. I And I, I don't really, I wish DJ would call. Yeah, me but, too. Yeah, me I mean, too. Uh, because I, I don't I don't I don't know what happened. I mean, that, that's really what I, I've looked yeah. at some articles, but I don't know what happened. All I know is they 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 beat him senseless. And of course, he died. But uh, well, I, I, I would like to hear a little bit of their side of the story. Yeah, I would, too. And, and not knowing what they encountered and um, but but. You know, seeing 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 the young man. I mean, that 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 was brutal. Yeah, yeah. But it's brutal whenever you come up. When it's brutal for the police officers every time they go out and have. They don't even know what they're going to face. The whole thing is. I mean, already. I mean, they're locked up yeah. and they've been charged and they've been I mean, fired. Where did that come from? Yeah. I mean, that happened in five minutes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I was, I questioned that too, because usually you hear something, you hear both sides of the story, but 
you didn't hear both sides here. You heard one side that, oh, the, the father said, uh, the stepfather, oh, we got to get justice and we are on the way to getting justice and that's all. Okay, fine. But what, what led to that beating? You know, uh, that, that leads me to believe that he was confrontational. I would think. I mean, I heard he ran away, but that's all I, I mean, heard. These, these are five, five, <clears throat> five police officers. Each one is an individual, and each one has its, has has knows what he what he was faced with. <clears throat> and we heard nothing about that. That's right. And all we've heard is again, it bears repeating. I mean, how? I mean, I mean, talk about suddenly. It seems like I mean, charges are down, and and. Uh, and, and, and jail, second degree murder, or what? I, I mean, where, I'm thinking this is too fast. I mean, what yeah. really happened? Yeah. And then, and then you have, then you have, who? I don't even understand our, our country or our cities anymore. I guess very few people do. I mean, they acquiesce to letting. Did you see the roadway back up? Yeah. For yeah. who? For what? You don't tolerate yeah. that. That's right. That's right. You can't tolerate that. And, and um, aren't these gatherings and, and your opposition and, and your displeasure against government or something, isn't it supposed to be peaceful? Yeah. Peaceful yeah. assembly? Yeah. Shutting down roads and maybe jumping on a police car. I don't know if one of that occurred or not. No, I, it I didn't see like it. seems like nothing I, was set on fire. No. <clears throat> but what really concerns me the most is, I mean, these men have <clears throat> have a right to have a fair trial. Something said yeah. on their behalf. Yeah, that's I mean, right. That's right. Uh, one of them has a lawyer, and the others, I, I don't believe. Oh, that, I'm good. One, I mean, one really. of them has a lawyer, but um, the other four, I don't know yet. But the saving grace, I think, and and this, <laughs> you'll you'll f- find this uh, interesting, is that the five guys, the five officers, were black. So I mean, th- that will take the sting out of some of it, but not all of it. You know. So, isn't, the, isn't that isn't that it is that, it is yeah that we have to have we have to uh like a remark like that that yeah. Yeah. has to be passed yeah well, isn't well. that a horrible thing right. i mean these are five men <clears throat> these five men may have maybe newly married or they may not be they may have little babies yeah, they're right. human beings they have family and they have a right to have a, a, a defense obviously yeah but not so obviously anymore because I, I I have a lot of questions about our judicial system. I, I think it weights itself to what the picture looks like. Yes, that's right. Know? That's right. So, but the town has to let them protest, <clears throat> even though it, it, it may be against the law. Why? Well, Tell me why that. Tell me why. <clears throat> because when did that start happening? Well, it's all <laughs> part of this. I'm sorry. It's, it's all part of this wokeism. I mean, if if they don't let them protest, oh, it's because the the uh, the young man was black. So then you're a racist. Well, you, you, you follow me? You follow this whole narrative here? And well, the officers are black, so it doesn't make it as bad. That's really what I see. But I isn't this is that's it is it is terrible. How it should be? It's right. It's right, and it is terrible. And I mean, you know, these could be married police officers. Yeah. With with, um, with with little children and school families, and all we know is the tremendously horrific side that 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 we're told. That's it may that's be right. right, but maybe it might not be. That's right, and, and maybe there might be a little uh, a lot more to this. We don't story. get we don't get the full story. Linda, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Andy's in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. 
Good morning, John. Uh, I'd like to chime in on this Memphis thing. Sure. So, um, you know, the, the, the mayor of Memphis is black. The police chief is black. The city of Memphis is two-thirds black, the population. Um, the five police officers were black. And the young man who eventually died was black. Yes. Um, all of the people involved were between the ages of 26 and 34, young black men. Seth has talked about this repeatedly when he comes on. Um, there, there seems to be uh, uh, an, uh, uh, w most of the crimes, the 50% of the crimes in this country are committed by young black men. That's not me saying it. It's the FBI's own statistics. We know that 90% of black murder victims are killed by other blacks. I watched the videotape last night, um, and I will, I will not condone what these police officers did. Yeah. But as, as is always the case with these things, as the days go on and we get more information, we find out more things about the, the, the deceased. Now, this young man was tased. And it didn't even affect him. Now, one of two things happened. Either the tase didn't hit him, or maybe he was on some kind of drugs where it, 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 the taser, for lack of a better term, didn't even phase him. Do you follow me? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we may find that out. Um, it's a little weird. You know, George Floyd did the same thing. He was crying out for his mother. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird, you know. You're 29 years old. You're crying, mommy, my mom, and and even George Floyd, I think, was in his 40s, and he was crying out for his mom. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like these are grown men uh, externally, but they're like children inside. We know we know that he tried to flee. We know that he resisted arrest. We can see that. Yes, and in every one in every one of these cases, had the person not resisted arrest they would be alive today. That's right. So so they always talk about the retraining of police. I would I would I would say that people in general need to be retrained about how to deal with the police when you are pulled over or stopped for any reason. Right. You do what they tell you to you do what they tell you to do and you won't have any problem. John, there are millions millions of interactions between the police and citizens every year in this country. Do you know that in 99.9% of those, uh, those uh, back and forths between police and the public, they're completely uneventful. That's There's right. No violence. That's right. A gun, a, gun is a gun is never drawn. But we see these, in you know why these incidents always become big news? Because they are rare. Yes. No one, no one stays at the airport all day and shows planes landing safely because that's what happens in ninety nine point nine 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 percent of cases. That's right. They only report plane. They only report plane crashes because those are rare. Just as this incident is rare, but they can't make it racial. But they're going to, John, and I'll tell you how. And I wrote this on Facebook. A couple of days ago, 
when you talk about racism, it's about one group of people having power over another group of people. Okay. So even though these police officers, all five of them were black, they were in a position of power over this young man. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they will, what, what the leftists maintain is that power over others is a white construct. Therefore it is whites. It's, it's based in white supremacy and in racism. You'll recall when Larry Elder ran against Gavin Newsom for the governor of California, right? The left referred to Larry Elder as, quote, the black face of white supremacy. So even though he was, even though he's black, Larry Elder was, quote, acting white. So he is also, therefore, a racist. So these police, police officers, while they were, while they are black, they were, quote, acting white in that they were using their power over another individual, a black man. So that makes them also part of white supremacy and the white culture. So this, in their minds, is a racial incident. And, and, and I no sooner said this a few hours later, they were saying this type of stuff last night on television. So this is going to be made a racial incident oh, yeah. one way or the oh, other yeah. because oh, yeah. the racism thing is always about power. But uh, and, I'll, and I'll go after this, John. Think about this. What happened with this young man and these five police officers, this happens every single day in Chicago and yeah. other cities around the country, right. and it's been going on for years, where you have black people killing other black people every single day. That's right. It went on throughout it went on throughout Barack Obama's entire eight years. He never once visited Chicago. They never once talked about it. They pretend it's not happening. But it happens every single day and we don't see it. That's right. Now the people who said that they were appalled, they were appalled by the video of this young man being beaten. And they should be appalled. Yeah. But these are the same people. These are the same people who were appalled by the videos of average Americans walking around the Capitol on January 6th. But none of them was appalled by watching hundreds of cities burn, stores looted, police and civilians killed during the summer of George three years ago. None of them was appalled by those videos. Yes, that's that. That's 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 true. Andy, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Some good points there. But, you know, the thing is, and Linda said it, and I agreed, that right away they're charged, they're arrested, they're fired, and we don't hear what led up to the incident. We know that it was reckless driving, the traffic stop. We know that he ran away. Now, Andy just said he was tased. So, again, if you just stop, listen to what the police officer says, then you won't have a problem. But in all these cases, oh, the police, the police. Now, they were wrong in that they, I mean, they beat him to death. 
But something led to that. And that's what I uh, disagree with. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. A couple of people waiting to talk to us, Bob and Matt and Sarah. <laughs> we'll talk to all of them after this break. Talk for the purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll get back to the show in just a moment at first. I want to talk about the finest automobile on the market today, and that is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Look, I've told you before, and I, I, I sound like a broken record, but it is true that when you drive a Lexus and when you, you, you buy it brand new, even when you buy it pre-owned. Now, my niece bought a pre-owned Lexus, and she bought one that was a couple of years behind mine. I think it was an 18, and she still has it. And she really hasn't done anything except, you know, the, the tires and and oil change and that kind of thing. But, you know, you just drive those things. Most of the time, you don't really have a problem. They just drive and drive. I mean, they've had Lexus with 300,000, 400,000 miles. And if that's what you want to do, hey, Feel free to do that. But me, I like a new car every couple of years. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Online at aclexus.com. aclexus.com is the website. Check it out. You'll see some pre-owned vehicles. You'll see the new vehicles. And, you know, I think I'm going next time. I think I'm going for the SUV. But I'll let you know when it comes time for that. But it's really a car that is a pleasure to drive. And a friend of mine got in a couple of weeks ago. She says, boy, this car floats. <laughs> so if you want to float, Lexus, Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Stop by, say hello to Helen. She'll take care of you. And really, it's an easy process. You go in, you pick your car out, and you're out of, you're out of there in an hour. And most car dealers, they keep you there. <laughs> they, they say to you, you want to stay for dinner? <laughs> So Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT, online at aclexus.com. We'll come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. Want to listen to any of our shows anytime you want? Hey, we got that for you. It is called Podcast. Well, TV calls it on demand. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, you just 
Google John DeMassey podcasts, and they all come up. Isn't that amazing? Thanks to Chris Coleman, who loads these things into the computer. But you just Google that, and uh, you'll have like 160, 170 shows to listen to, and you'll just have fun, okay? Google John DeMassey podcasts, and they all come up. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to our friend Bob in Cape May or in Florida or wherever he is. He's all over the place. Uh, still in Florida, I'm afraid. <laughs> <now. Hey, laughs> look, uh, 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 John, you're right about those Caracara oranges. They are delicious. Oh, yeah, I they really are. This time of year. Yeah, yeah they so are. Look, uh, my uh, my brother-in-law and his wife they they went to the uh, to Santa's speech at the Union League and he got a ton of standing ovations. Uh, the crowd just loved them, and uh, you know what he uh, what what we just like and, and admire about the governor in in Florida here, and, and this is where we see the you know his his good works go into effect that. <clears throat> When there is a problem, he's one of the few and probably the only one on issue after issue that stands up and does something about it, not just talk about it. And most most of these Republicans don't even talk about it. The poison that's being taught in the schools, uh, the hate for white Americans, for Europeans, for Western civilization, uh, that nobody's standing up. To this, except for Governor DeSantis, That's I don't right. see any other Republican doing it. Not many, no. anyway. Maybe a few. Yes. Okay. And yeah. and and you know, it, look, President Trump did change the government policies uh, during his time in office regarding critical race theory. He did change it, but it took him a couple years to do it. Uh, and and you know. You're not going to see that with with a president DeSantis. That's you will right. Not see That's that. right. That's you will see immediate effective change. So, John, <clears throat> I want to make a point though about this tragedy in Memphis here. And look, I don't know exactly what happened contextually, but that young man, he was it was a traffic stop. It was reckless driving. Yes. Okay. He 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 did not. Rob Bank. He did not rape someone. He did not kill someone. He didn't deserve to die like this. No, and, he didn't. And it was I saw I saw the video, and look, those cops, those road cops, they pulled him out of the car. They didn't ask for a driver's license. They didn't. They just pulled him out of the car and started attacking him. And you know, he's twenty nine years old. You know, look. The yeah. guy panicked. Did he deserve to die because he no. he didn't follow their orders? No. And you know what 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 were they going to do, John? Were yeah. they just going to handcuff him and take him in if he would have followed their orders? Well, we don't know that either. No. Maybe they they just decided. You know these guys these guys were really a street street thugs. These cops. Yeah. They were street thugs dressed in a uniform. Yeah. Just like a street gang. Okay. They they were horrible. And look, <clears throat> most cops are great people. You know, in Cape May, we got a great police force. I'm all for the cops. 
but they're not all perfect. And, and I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, I had a broken shoulder. I was going up to, to Atlantic Medical Imaging off Jimmy Leeds Road. They changed the, the exit configuration up there. Yeah. And I could not find the exit. Yeah, I couldn't find it. So I stopped in a rest area, and there's a state police headquarters there. I went in to ask them for directions to, to the new exit. You know, there was a big, burly, nasty state cop. I wish I would have gotten his name. You know what he did to me? What? <laughs> this guy was all over me. He he cursed you. You know, used the F word a number of times. How dare you come in here? All right? Uh, so they're not all perfect. Okay? No. And this guy, this guy was a real, a real, you know. He was a I, sweetheart, I huh? Been stopped by this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, just because they're cops, just because they have a uniform on, they're not perfect, okay? Yeah. None of yeah. us are in life, okay? But, <clears throat> you know, again, I've, and, and as a young kid, look, you know, you know Young people make mistakes. They don't deserve to be beaten to a pulp. And no, that, like that, 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 was. that was, but, but something, see, what I objected to <clears throat> is that we, we got one side of it. We didn't hear, we heard a traffic stop, reckless driving. He ran away or he was pulled out. Or, we didn't, we didn't hear anything about their end of it. So I just want yeah. the, the truth about the, this thing. So, uh, we don't know how serious that the reckless driving was. So, you know, just, just tell us this, the full story. That's all I said. And, and they didn't tell us that. All I said, oh, well, they were arrested. They were charged. You know, one's got a lawyer. The other one's got to get a lawyer. I mean, this is really real fast. It just happened. So I, I don't know why that it happened that way, but it, it did. And yeah, the, the young man shouldn't have died. There's no way that he should die from a traffic stop. Well, look, he, he didn't hit a pedestrian. No. His car was not dented. He no. didn't get involved in an accident. Like, I, I would imagine he probably tried to, to escape from the officers in his car. And yes. that's a big no-no. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, true. What, what, that's true. Cops don't like that. Okay? No. I, I mean, I, I told, as a, as a young guy 35 years ago, okay, I had a pretty hot Corvette back then. And I used to work out with state cops at, at, at a gym in Cape May Courthouse. And, they, and I told them, you know, we we're just joking around. I said, look, you know, when the parkway is empty, I, I take my car up to 100 miles an hour sometime. And I said, when it's empty, I'm, I'm nobody, nobody else around. And they, said, they said to me, well, we catch you driving that fast. We're, we're going to take you out of the yeah. car and yeah. beat the pulp out of you. Yeah. Right? That's what they told me. Yeah. Those guys, were, yeah. but they're out of line. Yeah. They ain't doing yeah. That, okay? That's right. I yeah. mean, you know, because I, I didn't put anybody else in danger, but, you know. That's right. But anyway, Bob, that was. Thanks a lot for the call. Uh, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. Matt, Sarah, and DJ, and John. DJ's going to straighten us out here on the uh, <laughs> on this Memphis thing, okay? 
609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be partly sunny, not as cool for the rest of the afternoon, the high 55. Clouds break tonight with a low dip into 34. Some sunshine giving way to clouds tomorrow, the high 56. Rather cloudy to kick off the new week Monday, high 55. Cooler with clouds and sunshine on Tuesday, the high 41. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. That's our number here. Let's go to Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome back to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, I'm sorry, Coach. I had to come chime back in on this Memphis thing here. Yeah, okay, no problem. Uh, Very interesting discussion from several callers, but uh, uh, here's my take on it. I saw the video. I mean, if you didn't see it, Chris will pull it up for you. Yeah. Look at it. All right. Now, there's five black officers that look like they're bodybuilders. Okay? Yeah. Now, I think, the kid was, I think the kid was high as a kite. And when you're high like that, you don't feel pain. That's why he didn't feel the taser. Yeah. He didn't feel the, uh, the, the mace that they were continuously spraying in his face. I get it. But there's five giant dudes, and they put him on the ground on his stomach, and look at the video. His hands are out to the side. All they had to do was grab his hands and cuff him. Yeah. Put the shackles on his put the shackles on his ankles, and put him not in a cop car but in an ambulance because he might be in fear of overdosing. Yeah. So that's all they had to do. This, I, I agree, there has to be an investigation. I agree with that. Yeah. But this was over and above. I mean, all they had to do, they had control of them. All they had to do was cuff them, put the ankle shackles on them, and put them in an ambulance. That's all they had to do instead of beating them to death. Okay? Yeah. Look, I'll tell you this. I know a lot of Atlantic City cops. I probably know 70% of this force over here. Okay? I yeah. went to school with a lot of them. Yeah. They tell me all the time, Matt. It's all fun and games till you hear the click of the cuffs. Yeah, and that's all we had to do was cuff them. Yep. Yeah. There's there's it definitely have- there's definitely there's wrong there. They they deserve to be fired, but and maybe even deserve to be charged. But uh, there's more to this. I just want to hear the other side. That's that's all I'm saying. You know. We, we heard the one side, you know, they got to, we want justice for our son and okay, that's fine. But 
And a guy shouldn't have to die for a traffic stop. There's no way. And you're right. They should have cuffed him and, and that's it. Put him in an ambulance and there's a possibility of an overdose. But, you know, maybe if he would have just went calmly without this and maybe he tried to run away. I, I, I don't know. You know, that that's really what. Uh, I, yeah. That goes without saying, John. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to cooperate. I've yeah. never, I've never had, I've been pulled over. I've never had a problem. I just say, what's up, well, officer? Neither, what do I got to do? Neither have I. I never you had a problem. I, mean? yeah. I, I never had a problem either. Yeah, this kid was high as a kite. So when you're like that, you don't feel pain. They were continuously spraying the mace in his face. See if Chris can pull you that video up. He okay. had his hands out. They couldn't come to yeah, and 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 I just think they just kept beating them. I, I was like, wow, and they're big dudes. These cops were. Oh, big that, dudes. I saw that. Yes, I, I saw that when uh, the, the, their pictures. I mean, you can tell they're all they're all bodybuilders. But um, you're, you're, uh, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, it, I, I I agree both ways. There has to be an investigation, but what they did was over yeah, and above. Oh, that yeah. Be done. Thanks for the call, Matt. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah is on the line. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I do. Loud and clear. Yeah, I heard you giggle. I heard you giggle when my name was mentioned. <laughs> well, you're one of our favorite callers, Sarah. But why not? I'm fabulous. Yes, yes, you are. You I'd like to... I'd like to state that I dislike how the media is portraying the incident in um, Memphis. Because, number one, um, being a police officer anywhere, especially Memphis or one of these high-risk cities, are horrible. Yes, that's, now, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yes. It, 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 it's making it look like all police officers are horrible, mean, bad. It's not the case. That's right. You know, this is a high-profile story. Where is Benjamin Crump and Black Lives Matter in the city of Philadelphia when over 500 people, black-on-black black crime, were killed? There's no protest. There's no uprising. That's right. The city council is sitting on their hands. That's right. The police chief, Daniel Outlaw, all she worried about is Fingernails, that's one of the first things that she did when she came in to say female police officers can wear nail polish. But there's nothing about the crimes that are continuing day in and day out. When I'm driving, I honestly leave a space in between. So in case somebody comes out and jumps, I'm ready. Yeah. And I, as a citizen, is prohibited to have a concealed and carry and that's what i want if i have a gun on my person i'm in trouble but the criminals out there they have their guns ready to pop 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 yeah you know it's paranoia if you go yeah. to Shoprite, walmart Target, you don't know who's going to start that's right shooting, and that prevents me as a citizen to carry something you know these thugs they don't care that's yes, right. the man might not have killed someone, but he could have. And all he had to do was S-T-O-B, face yep. closed. Yes. Do you know... And that's the, ridiculous how they're... 
yeah, you, you know, Sarah. I'll go ahead. I'm on a roll. No, oh, yeah, you are. You know, the money that the city of Philadelphia spends on anti-violence or anti-gun or what, whatever they want to call it, they spend upwards of $150 million, And what good does that do? Tell me, what good does that do? Because there's still, and you said it, 500 murders last year. Uh, and they're on pace to do that again this year. So, yeah, and the, and the police... I don't com- go on Facebook anymore. Oh, uh, and the police commissioner, yeah. Oh, female officers are allowed to wear nail polish. Oh, that's that's important. <laughs> but, yeah, you're, you're 100% people, right. And- 100% right. Go ahead. People would be fund of police. What's going to happen if the police are defunded? Who yeah. are you going to call? Kermit the Frog? Yeah. <laughs> all officers are horrible. <laughs> it's 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 really uh, you you hit on a a bunch of points and Sarah thanks for the call we appreciate it all right now we're going to get the real story here's DJ in Summers Point we called you up DJ <laughs> what's the story well so far uh, we've gotten part of the story yeah okay what did that uh, the late great uh, Paul Harvey used to say. And now the rest of the story? Yeah, yeah, that's it. We don't know. And I've talked on occasion on the radio to other other people. We we need more information. We need the complete picture before we can render uh, an opinion that's fairly accurate. And like you said already, why was the stop made? Yes. Okay. What exactly happened? All we're seeing is the point where they're pulling him out of the car. Yeah, yeah. Nothing nothing before that. No. Was there dash cam video before that? I don't know. No, we don't the public know. public doesn't know. No. Right. What uh, were the results uh, when he was, uh, the gentleman was taken to the hospital? They, they had to do uh, drugs and tox, alcohol. Yeah. You know, what was the results there? Because I heard Matt uh, mention uh, that he was high, that this, the, the mace did not affect him, the taser did not affect him. I don't think the taser, from what I'm interpreting the video, I don't think the taser got got to him. I don't think they were able to secure it to his body Yeah, when he when he ran away. It looked like they fired it. Yeah, but it didn't work. But he, he yeah, kept on running. Yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah, if, if it attached to his body, yeah. it would have... Uh, Discharged from the officer's hand, been pulled away from the officer's hand. He yeah. ran with it in, in his body. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of unanswered questions. But here's the thing: the same five against one. The officers forgot their basic training as far as doing a suspect. And I'm not just saying that. Uh, you know, a retired guy from you know Cape May County. A lot of professionals bigger than me have been saying it uh, since the video was released. They they forgot their basic training. Yeah. Get the cuffs on. Yes. Use more force than the force that's being used against you, and you will subdue them. I can't believe that initial 30 to 60 seconds, they couldn't get him under control. Well, they five, took it to the next five level. The, level five after to that, one. Yeah. Using baton. Yeah. yeah they, they, they just, it does not look good. But I would like to get... All the information. So would I. So would I. Yeah, that, that, that's that's important. And I understand. 
And I understand. And before I say, you know, you know, this is how it played. I want that information. Yeah. And that's what they teach you. It, 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 being a good investigator, being a good cop, get all the information you can. Yeah. As far as the charges, those charges, you know, yeah, that that does not surprise me. And the indictment, although swift, doesn't uh, surprise me. Grand yeah. juries are always sitting at all times. They're always sworn in. They're always impaneled. Yeah. Doesn't matter, you know, state. All right. And remember this. A grand jury is not a trial. That's right. All a grand jury is there's enough evidence to indict. Yes. Probable court. Yeah. To, to indict and proceed to have a trial. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's the way it is. Well, thanks for so, uh, thanks let's for get more information. Yeah, well, and I just hope that they release that information. Yeah. All right. But this, these officers, it doesn't look good. And to me, what I see, it appears they were they were wrong. They, they, they were, were yes, they they were wrong. Yeah. Oh, oh. There's no question, and and none of us. And, and thanks for the call, DJ. Thanks for chiming in, because we uh, do appreciate that, and we we think uh, that you're more than qualified to uh, explain the situation. Uh, yeah, I, I think we all agree they were wrong. We're not we're not saying that, but you said it best. We need more information, and why did it escalate to that? That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. We'll take uh, we'll take John and Greg after the break. It's uh, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We'll talk to John and Greg and maybe you, and then we go to Joe Yakovich at 11 o'clock. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. 
Back here and talk with a purpose. Let's try to get all these calls in before Joe Yakovich comes in at 11 o'clock. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back to Talk with a Purpose. Thank you very much. Yes, it's, it's been good and bad all the way back. If you go back to the uh, from 1619, they call it the 1619 Project. From 1619 to 1624, the 25 expeditions, Mayflower expeditions that came over and uh, populated New England, basically, they that good and bad came over. Then you had the uh, Jamestown colony, which was Virginia Company, that populated the South. And then you had, which was the New Netherlands, which is New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. That was uh, later ceded to the to the English. So that was all good and bad came over from from, uh, from the top of New England, which wasn't Maine, it was actually Vermont and New Hampshire, all the way down to Georgia. Those colonies, which became the first 13 states, good and bad came good and bad. It's not just, well, the white man's a devil. That's a bunch of crap all the Please stop. Are there bad cops? Yeah, there's bad cops. We Do we need reform? Yeah, we need reform. There's a, there's a cry for reform. But defending, defunding the cops, that's coming from that crowd that never lets a good crisis go to waste. That's right. Defunding the police will mean, defunding the police will mean the U.N. will bring foreign soldiers onto U.S. soil. And, uh, and the two countries that have the most power in the U.N. are Russia and China. Do you want Russian and, 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 and Chinese troops on U.S. soil? No. No. I'll tell you what. No. We kicked, we kicked, yeah, no way. We kicked out the Ten Commandments that was given to the prophet Moses. We kicked out the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Kicking out those Judeo-Christian principles out of our country will prove to be a disaster. Thank you for letting me call in. Okay, thanks, John. Greg is in Abseek, and Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Mrs. Massey, good morning. Good morning, Greg. We're watching 20... Good morning. We're watching 21st century hangings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's These right. These films should never be released. The government re, re, refuses to re- release information to us that we they know is incendiary except when it's to their benefit, when they feel they have control over what they're going to do. They should not be released. Yeah. The intent is wrong. These people were already hanging from the trees before they released the film. They were convicted. They were in jail. Yeah. And they know what's going to happen, and they do it anyway. They do it under duress, pressure from... Primarily the press. And then the, the public wants to know more information. Yeah. Why? Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. It's, it's not it, like a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is reality. Well, yeah, they, they release what what bothers me. They release the video without telling the full story. I could see releasing it by, by saying, yeah, well, this is what happened. And they give both sides, and then they release the video. That I could see. But releasing the video and not saying what led to that is, is a problem, you know. And, and, and I just think it's a problem. Greg, thanks for the call. we gotta, we got to run because we got to get a couple of calls in here before the top of the hour. John and Ventner. John, good morning. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. <laughs> All these Johns. Good morning, John. How are you today? How are you good? doing? How are you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. And I was listening this morning with Seth Grossman. He was talking about the Atlantic Cape Community College and uh, what a crazy story, but totally true. And good thing that Liberty and Prosperity and Seth kind of uncovered that. But I just want to bring it up, give you an update, give you an update. 
so the chairperson of the board of trustees for Atlantic Cape Community College, these are the people that keep President Barbara Gaba, who wants those safe places, she wants the segregation, the chairperson of the board of trustees for Atlantic Cape Community College is a person by the name of Maria Mento. Maria Mento is the business manager for the city of Ventnor. Now it gets better. Mento, Mento is going to take the place of Mayor Holtzman, who's stepping down. She's going to run. Maria Mento is going to run to take the place of Holtzman to be another commissioner in Ventnor next year. So I just want to make it clear that the two people that are responsible for segregation, racism, and separating black and white at ACCC is Maria Mento, who's the board of trustees chairperson, and Barbara Gaba, the president. So people don't think this is true, but I hope that other media, other newspapers cover this story. This is just, this is, this is racism. We're going back to 1950 Jim Crow. Yeah. Well, you know what? You gave me a name that I didn't know, and I will certainly contact Maria and see if she'll come on the show. But but don't be surprised she if she doesn't. Yeah. Don't be surprised if she doesn't, because they they you, you know what the liberals are. They run and hide. <laughs> they they get their word out, but then they don't respond to anything. So don't be surprised. And the, last, and the last point, the last point I wanted to make, John, is a safe place. You know what? On occasion, I would like a safe place. I'm sure you would like one <laughs> sure, on occasion. Sure. But why do we need a, why do we need a safe place? And who are the people that are so scary? Who are the people? that are attacking us, that we need a safe place. Can Miss Barbara Gabba and Maria Mento of Ventnor, can they tell us who these people are, why we need safe places or safe spaces? Uh, that's a good question uh, and one that I will ask her. Believe me. Thanks for the call, John. Jenny and Apsekin, real quick. Jenny, you got two minutes. Uh, I'll be real quick. I heard Seth this morning. This is a this is a shocking development. Uh, what I want to say has it been proven that the gentleman that died as the result of the beating in Memphis was he on drugs? Has that been proven? No, no. But but the, they speculation was that he he was on drugs. A few people okay. said that they they think he was, but it has not okay. come come out yet. So uh, I would okay. think uh, that the uh, autopsies will, will be done, and we'll see. Okay, because when I worked in emergency rooms years ago, and, and even you know, as, you know, as, as current as ten years ago, when a person was on drugs, they get exceptionally, exceptionally strong yeah. and unruly. Yeah, yeah, that's they that's really what do, I thought too. Nothing. No, that's yes, what I, that's true. Yeah. But but these these five police, he was no match for them. Come on, yeah. And why did he run? Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Why did he run if he had anything to hide? And, uh, you know, the police, they were way, way, way out of line. They deserve to lose their jobs, pensions, and stay in jail. And they're not going to have fun in jail being police officers. <laughs> no, they're not. Jenny, thanks for the call. <laughs> they certainly are not. Well, we'll calm things down here with Joe Yakovich in the next hour. <laughs> how, do you, how do you follow that, Joe? <laughs> Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three, Joe Yakovich on the way. Don't go away.
95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, and we are pleased to have with us once again our financial guy, our guru, our mentor. What else What else are you? A little old winemaker? Winemaker, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Really, he gave me a, a bottle of wine. And I, I mean, I'm not a drinker. But that was the best wine you ever made. Well, thank you, John. You know, I mean, John, I've been doing it now for uh, 16, 17, as a hobby only. Okay. You know, and I have some connections in uh, Hamilton and what have you, because I know a lot of the Hamilton people love their wine. But we get most of our wine from California. And it is, you know, uh, the, the longer you do it, the better you get at it kind of thing. Yeah. And we've, uh, you'll be uh, tonight enjoying Brunella <laughs> wine, <laughs> which you had the Cab Merlot the last time. And, keeps... You're going to turn me into an alcoholic. No, I mean, no, it's all it's good. It's, it's healthy. There's no there's no preservatives, no additives, and and what have you. So it's really a it's a good taste, good palate wine. You know, if you really enjoy it. Well, you're you're going to straighten us out today. Yes, I promise. I'm not going to talk about anything from Memphis, uh, Tennessee situation. Yeah, yeah no, I'm we, not going to even <laughs> want to go there. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not even yeah. going to go there. But I've seen it, and I've seen it in multifaceting. So I, you know, this is, uh, everybody has an interpretation. And I do too, and it's really a sad day for that. Uh, something like that to happen but today we're going to talk about some fun stuff because yeah. you're, you're, you want to talk about you want to start with investment risk yeah um what's your philosophy on this you know john it, it is a philosophy because every i i will say for what i do and who i am and my team we have a philosophy when we're dealing with clients we're just not looking at their money you know, where most people think we only look at the money. You know, we believe it's return of life. You know, really having quality of life when you're dealing with the type of planning. So we're not only looking at what we're about to talk about today, but we're looking at income. We're looking at investments. We're looking at self, uh, or should I say tax-efficient strategies, health and long-term care strategies. And the last, estate plan. Now, the reason I mentioned those uh, five things, John, because not every advisor tackles all those five. And they might do one or two, but they don't do all five. And we believe that, you know, when you coordinate and you integrate all these things together, the end game, has, for me, 30, going on 38 years, has been a proven track record. And, I'll, and I'd be more than happy to have my clients on the show because we can do testimonials now where before we couldn't and we have them on my, my website. But you know what? It, it is a, one of those things where the person comes in and we're able to help them in so many different areas. And it, right now, John, and I don't have to tell you this, there is some major uncertainty in the world today. Well, what do you do when somebody comes to you, and let's say it's for the first time, mm -hmm. and what do you advise them as far as their investments are concerned? Do you tell them, you know, be careful with risk because risk could lose your money? Right. Well, you Is know, that what you say? Well, I mean, it's a couple of things. First of all, I want them to be aware because I don't know what information that they're receiving from their own people, which is fine, or what the media is, is been throwing <laughs> to them. So <laughs> we don't know what that is all about. But what I do is I, I address the market risk that they're dealing with because volatility kills income planning. I don't 
for anyone that's out there, they need to be and understand that because when we talk about um, the returns with market risk, you have what they call sequels of return. I am in my book, Getting Down the Mountain, you know, we can put money away, but putting or taking money out in distribution, which is starting to happen now, the game is a completely different uh, way to do things. You know, a lot of people think that it's uh, pretty easy put money away because you put the money away when the market's up, down, inflation up or down. Tax. It's really not a that much of a, a big deal, so to speak. But when you're starting to pull money out, John, that game changes dramatically. The other thing we need to be aware of, and right now more than ever, and everybody sees this and knows this, we're going to be looking at um, J-PAL increasing interest rates. They're talking about 25 bips which is a quarter of a point, and uh, interest rates, uh, I remember, and you, we all remember on the, on the call or on the, on the radio listening to us, it you know, used to be a 0% no more than a year ago. Yeah. Now we are at 400 basis points, which is 4% higher, close to 5%, and um, that's where we are today, and we're still moving interest rates up to try to cool down inflation. And we're going to talk about different types of inflation because people think, oh, they're talking about inflation you know, being low, but it's know, higher. I, I heard a couple of advertisements sure. for bank CDs, right? 4.5%. Correct. And I said to myself, wait a minute, 4.5% inflation is at 6.5%, so we're losing money. Correct. And that's that's the, the biggest complaint. A concern for me and my clients because inflation is an erosion factor of the dollar. But the, but I wanted to get back with you with this. When they raise interest rates, John, remember, and you've been hearing this and you're going to hear it again and again and again by Yellen, by Powell about the debt ceiling. Now remember something. When we're at 30 plus trillion debt, not deficit, that's another number, but debt, it costs right now, John, I don't know if you know this, $900 billion, B as a baby, Whoa. for interest that it pays on the debt. And that's at a low interest rate. That's like, it, you know, don't forget, that's 1% or 2% how they do that. But as interest rates go up and debt ceiling continues to increase, the interest, just to maintain the debt itself, the service to deal with that goes up. That's where an issue of bankruptcy could take place. And that's not a good sign. So they have to really be sharp in how they calculate what they do because it could tip over the financial system. I, I don't want to go into what has been happening in, across the world, especially with this global uh, form that just took place and some of the people that talked about that on, I mean, high, smart people all over the globe but what I want people to understand is, well, what does that have to do with me, Joe Yakovich, and my, you know, my plan? Well, certain things have to get cut out and or they have to do what? They have to raise taxes. Okay. Because they can't pay the juice on the money, right? Without raising taxes. Correct. And where are they getting the money? Now, the other flip side, I'm afraid to tell you this, but you're not getting any younger. <laughs> and the older you get... It costs more to maintain the lifestyle that you're accustomed to. But when you factor in what we talked about, inflation, and by the way, core inflation is different than inflation that we see because what happens in CPI only takes in consideration everything except food and energy. 
Yeah. That's called a CPE. And they seem to neglect that and manipulate that number. And, they, and the government's not really telling us. But if you go out, if anybody wants to check this out, it's called shadow stats. Shadow the word stats, S-T-A-T-S dot com. And you will see, this is information from the government kind of, you will see what inflation is really now the number versus what people have been saying. Oh, it's only six, seven, seven. no, 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 no. It's more like 15% with inflation across the board. So I need people to to be aware of that. Why is that important? Well, as they start to withdraw money from their accounts and the accounts are going down, they need to have a strategy and a game plan in place. And John, I'm afraid to tell you a lot of advisors are not in tune to that and also are not on top of some of the cha- uh, tax law changes that we are seeing now and moving forward in the future. Okay, it's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial, his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And uh, before we get back to the show, Joe has a couple of books for you, and they are free of charge. That's right, free. He's uh, taking the time to write them, and they're available to you right now. All you have to do is call the radio show and uh, 609-407-1450, and we'll send copies to you. Uh, the first one is The Heart of Your Money. Uh, the second one, Bulletproof Your Financial Plan, Be Your Own Superhero. And the third is Wealth Beyond Taxes. So you can have one, two, or th- all of them, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. So the future debt, are you saying the future debt is $50 trillion? Well, no, no. The, the, it's $31 trillion of debt, and we're running about a, a trillion and a half deficit. That means, John, if your rent is 1000 and you're only paying 600 how long will you be allowed to stay in your place you yeah, have? Yeah. Well, with the government, all they do is print more money. They have a printing press. Now, if we had a printing press, it'd be a different animal. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. You know, we had a real easy way to, yeah. to do this, but we don't. So they're encouraging for to increase interest. Therefore, the cost to maintain the debt that we have has to be taken away from someplace else. Like, which is really concerning me, and it was talked about with David Walker, which is the comptroller back in the day I talk about, is that China is putting up big numbers when it comes to their defense systems. The U.S. is cutting back. That's a disconnect here because they don't have yeah. enough money. Yeah. And now you have a change of power taking place. So I want people to be aware of this because of that and, and how that's going to affect you because I believe and, and I, let's hope I'm wrong, that Social Security might not pay out 100% in the next 10 years. It might be cut back by 25%. That's the talk. Then It will never go away, but it could be trimmed back. And that's my concern for people because they depend on part of their whole overall plan is Social Security. And that's why when I sit with a client, John, I strategize with the income strategy and where they have their money and how they're going to get that money out. And I ask them, a couple of things, which we'll talk about with the how my uh, bucket conversation takes place with the, every client I speak with. Okay, 609-407-1450. Again, if you want a copy of The Heart of Your Money or Bulletproof Your Financial Plan or Wealth Beyond Taxes, just call the radio show. And uh, Chris will take your, your name and a, a phone number, and uh, Joe will contact you and 
Send you out the books. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. 609-407-1450. What is service inflation? Service inflation. A new word you learned today. Yeah. Service I mean, I never heard that. Yeah. Service infl- inflation, John, is nearly two-thirds of consumers' spending goes into service inflation. And they are housing, travel, hotels, bookings. You know, we're not talking about food and energy. We're talking about what people use every day. Now, John, it's really funny. You and I have been on this, even my show, and we're talking about today. I've been talking about inflation for a long time. And then all of a sudden, the lag time of the government finally recognizing we have a problem here. It's called inflation. You know, and, and for advisors that are on top of their game and read the material that I read, I'm about a year ahead of the curve here. And I don't want to be, but I was like, wow, what do I do? So in, in terms of service inflation, with all the things that we're paying for right now, our incomes are not going up as fast as the things we're paying for. I mean, think about it. A hotel cost, a travel cost. I mean, just that in itself. Again, <laughs> we make fun of it. Eggs, they're up 60%. I stopped eating eggs. Matter of fact, there's a guy, I don't know if you saw this on TV, it was, it was great. You actually can rent, rent, mind you, a hen house, a chicken coop. You see that, Chris? Yeah. A chicken coop. They give you, they rent you chickens and a coop for $500 every six months. Classic, classic. My wife and I did the math. Unless you have a big family, it's a great deal. But for two people, it doesn't make sense, the economics, but again, it just gives you the creativity of what's happening just with eggs, if you eat a lot of eggs. But again, it is that service inflation we are seeing, and it's creeping into our systems, and now we have problems with still with labor force being tightened, and we have uh, quantum tightening that's you know doing this, and unfortunately, people don't recognize all these numbers, and I'm not here to tell you all these numbers. I'm here to sh- share with you we have strategies in, in place that would be able to put you in a position when this stuff happens, and it's happening now faster than I've ever seen before. We can benefit from it and it not hurt you. That's the key element of having a plan, a game plan, going in, and I have to give you some thumbs up because I know you are an Eagles fan. They have to go into this game differently. They went into other games they played. I'm using a football analogy. But again, they have a game plan. Well, you also need a game plan because you yes. only get one yeah. life, brother. Yes, that's I don't right. know if you know this or not. That's you don't right. get another life here. You know, you're talking about chicken coops. Right. So one of the nurses in my doctor's office, she mm-hmm. said, I got this. I have my own chickens. Okay. She has a dozen chickens. In, I mean, outside. Yep. Well, she lives in Shemong, which is right. the woods. Right. Okay. <laughs> really? It's you ever see Shemong? It's, it's yep. woods. Okay. And she's got chickens and they don't lay in the, in the wintertime. Right. They lay in the summertime. One egg a day, each chicken. There you, you go. Say anymore. There you go. You know, so it, it is a, a smart idea, and people use chickens for a lot of reasons, not just cook chickens or, or I'm sure, uh, cook the eggs immediately, but they have it in cooking and, and so forth. So, but again, up 60%, you understand. So across the board, it's an issue. The biggest concern for me is the energy with the diesel fuel, because everything that we touch, taste, or buy everywhere across the country is coming at us using diesel fuel. So yes. this is an issue and people need to recognize. So we need to make some changes in our government because 
it's going to be detrimental to us. Maybe not this second, and it will be gradually, but in the next five to ten years, we need to wake up and have a, a game plan in place to prevent some of the things in the market and prevent people for not to understand, like, I'm, I've been doing this all my life and, I, and that's all I know. Well, that plan does not work. You need to change the plan because the things around us are changing too, way too fast for me and for most people. You uh, often refer to the retirement bucket list. Right. And I know we're coming up on a break, so okay. we'll, we'll start this. Yeah. But we'll kind of delve into this yes. as we go along. Absolutely. What What is this? I'll give you an overview before we go through our first break or after the first break. You know, we, we use buckets of money for people. We actually color code them. So when they come into our office, I want to make a, you know, a, a, a point when I'm talking to a client. I want to share with them a, a, what I do is very simple, really simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. And we use different buckets of money purposely for for people to understand uh, for retirement is not a one-shot deal. It's constant. It's never-ending. I have to concern myself with all the variables that most people never think about when they go in. For instance, right now, the biggest variable before we go to a break is that how am I going to retire when we have a declining market? Forget, normally people have been seeing over the last you know, 10 or 12 years, the market goes straight up. It does not supposed to go up linear like that. It's supposed to have peaks and valleys. And what people have forgot about was 07 and 08. And they, people forget all the time these things. Where the market was down, you know, 40 to 70%. And I can show you that. And the recovery of that, you know, 40 to 70%, it took years to come back. Matter of fact, some of the people never came back. That's right. And if they have came back, they're almost broke even now. Yes. So again, that's a conversation. So they lost several years. So, I mean, yeah, it's sad that yeah. people don't recognize that, but they haven't maybe in this case, uh, we're taking distribution. They were still in that workforce mentality. Yes. But right now. So it didn't matter then. But correct. now it matters. It, it matters big time. Big so time. my job and my function of my team is making sure everything we do, John, is cost efficient. Like the only thing I'm going to tell you before I came in here, because I know you love the guy and I know you love the the, the car. Call Lexus. Do me a favor. I'm going to give you 10 bucks right now. Go wash that that car out there, please, because it, it doesn't look as good as it's supposed to. You got a beautiful car and it's dirty. Well, let well, me, what can I tell you? I mean, I let I me just, give you the 10. I go, I'll oh, take you to a place. 10? 10? Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say where I go. Well, no, I got to find a new spot. <laughs> wait a minute. I have paid how much? $40. Oh. $40. Oh, I know where you go to. For yeah, that. okay. You, yeah, they, you you're right, right. Too, by the way. Okay, we're, we're coming up on a break. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is our guest. Joe is JML Financial and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. We'll give out his office phone number after the break. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. You want the books or you have a question for Joe Yakovich? 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More show with Joe after this. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money. 
inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, we, we can't share that conversation no, no, with the audience. Not today. But <laughs> just be careful what you say when Joe calls you. That's that's all I can say. Uh, Joe Yakovich, 856-751-1771 is his number during the week. 856-751-1771 is his number. And again, his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. You want to meet with him, uh, he can do it over the phone, he can do it in person, he can do it via Zoom. But you do want to meet with him at least to kind of go over your situation and your issues as far as your finances is concerned. 856-751-1771, and it is JML Financial, and he is Joe Yakovich. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. 609-407-1450 is our number here if you want the books or even if you want to talk to Joe, 609-407-1450. All right, we are going over the retirement bucket list. So what is bucket number one? Okay, well, uh, remember through retirement you have three periods of time. The first period is the first period is the first year during your time you start in retirement. If it's full retirement, if it's partial retirement, doesn't really matter. It's the first, what I call uh, the danger zone. It's at five years either out before you go in or well, now you're in it. And the first bucket, you need to have enough money there in that particular bucket where you do not lose any money. You're not going to get a big rate of return because it is at a cash or checking it type. But you also need enough in there to cover your expenses for at least six to nine months. Again, this is not something you're going to risk. This is purely something as an emergency fund. If the car needs to be fixed, uh, the roof leaks, whatever, but you have enough available funds that you're able to take care of business. So that's important. We have no market risk because we could have a lot of problems with market. Okay, well, this is this is a, a bucket that's just cash? Is that what it is? That's what it is. Cash okay. or checking account where you have access to it immediately. So if something would happen, okay. you'd be able to have it. So it's not an investment. It's just, No investment just, account. Okay. It's a guaranteed maybe giving you 1%. Okay. It's nothing more than just an emergency so you can sleep at night. I mean, that's really what it's about. So people don't, you know, really fully understand it. And the second bucket we have is... Okay, wait. wait go ahead. Hold on. We're going to go to the phones. To the phones. All right. Ginny is an and Ginny, you're on with Joe Yankovic. Good, Good morning, Ginny. Joe Yakovich, I did read your first book, The Art of the Heart of Your Money. Very, very good. Very interesting. Uh, different way of doing things. But my big takeaway with it was 
don't spend more than you make. <laughs> Gene, oh, Jenny, we should tell the government that, shouldn't we? Jenny, one of my favorite. You know, Jenny, I'm going to. Well, reason why we're picking this call up because if you remember one of my favorite movies, Jenny, remember who was Jenny? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, it was Forrest Gump. Oh, well, yeah. Well, she's Jenny. That's Jenny. I don't know. They all sound the well, same to me, but go ahead. Hey, it's. Close enough. Close, close enough. enough. And you like the book. I'm, I'm glad you did. There is a different approach, Jenny, which we do. Um, but I want you to understand, even the other books that I've written, uh, the game plan is you're right. <laughs> Don't spend more than you make. I, I mean, if people can get away with that and understand that, you know, you make a dollar, you spend 85 cents and 15 cents, you put on the side. I mean, that's, you know, one-on-one to Common me. Sense. Yes. Common sense. What is your heritage? My heritage. See, see, what you're saying is that's the way that's the way I was raised. Uh, uh, foreign grandparents from yeah. Eastern Europe. Yes. And this is what they did. They Correct. saved for a rainy day. You saved for a blizzard. You know. Correct. It, it, it's funny because I grew up in that environment. My 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 parents or their grandparents were uh, Lithuanian, Polish, and I found out later on I have 27 percent Italian in me. But I watched. How am I, and I still remember this like it was yesterday, obviously, because you're bringing something up that really, you just went right to it. I remember Jenny going to my grandmom's house. She was my, what they call my little grandmom. She was like four foot ten. My big grandmom was like <laughs> yeah. five foot one, so you can see. And my job, Jen, this is, I was so proud. I'm getting goosebumps, getting ready to cry here at the same time I'm getting goosebumps. Okay. My, my job would go in the basement. I remember this. And put the coal in the furnace. Oh, boy. So, yeah. we, so we would be sleeping, both of us, that night, cozy with the heat. So that, they don't yeah. do that anymore. So I grew up in that environment. I saw some of that and how they, and how they did what they did. And I also, before she passed, when she passed away, Jen, let me tell you what happened. My father goes, go in the back, because he would know, only know that I knew where she stashed the money. She stashed money, Jen. In jars and cans in the back of her yard. <laughs> I believe it. People don't do that anymore. But now, unfortunately. Maybe you should start. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jenny, thanks for the call. Uh, and Jenny's got your first book, but she doesn't. I, I, I will give her my has, second yeah, book. Yes. So she's left her address. If, you know, it's, it's, it's John, what she was saying is it's so true because people grow up this way. And you try to instill these type of, at least to me, to my children, you got to save money. You know, and it you don't hear that. I mean, it's really sad because parents either give so much money away to their children and they and the kids don't know how to handle money. And I've been told this multi times by parents. Why don't you go on in, in the high schools and, and teach this? I said, hey, have you ever tried to go into an administrator to try to explain to them you're going to teach them something or teach the kids something completely different than what they have been teaching yeah, them? Yeah, doesn't work. Oh, well, it's not even, I keep my head against the wall, but oh, on that one. Okay, John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on with Joe Yakovic. Hey, John, good morning, brother. Uh, hey, what's happening? So, no wonder that uh, Joe Yakovic and John Namaski can bust each other's chops the way they do. You're both by John. I got it. I got Just it. a little okay. bit, Johnny. Well, <laughs> that's, the o that's the only reason we let him on. Right, John. <laughs> See, because, well, the first thing was. I said, wait a minute, Yakovich and Damasi, it doesn't go. But he said, I'm 27% Italian, and I married an Italian. I said, that's it, you're in. <laughs> True, Doc. Okay. And, and, John, um, believe it or not, I only found that out a couple of years ago that I had 27%. My my daughter did that 23 and me, and I found that I was. So what's that tell you? Hey, 
It's all good. All good. You're more likable to me because I'm one twenty. I'm I'm twenty five percent Sicilian. So so oh, okay. So I get I'm, it. I get. I'm, it. I'm a mud. I'm an American mud. So. You got it <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, m- making the analogy of a football game, I think of the 1987 Bron- Denver Broncos versus the. Uh, it's, it was the Giants, and they were outplaying the Giants as they played a defensive game. Up for the, the the Giants were a bigger, stronger team, but the Broncos were outplaying them, and they were beating them the first half of the game. The second half, they they changed their strategy to an offensive game, correct? And they lost like thirty nine to twenty. Yeah. So yeah, so you're saying that that tsunami that tsunami is already here. Eggs, bread, and milk, that was your cheaper foods you could always buy. Now they're the most expensive foods. Correct. That tells you there's something wrong with this picture. Correct. Right? They dismantled the uh, New England, the uh, the, uh, the the power plant over the, in Beasley's Point. The, um, I forget the name of it. The, the, the power plant that was supplying electricity to all of Cape May County and the large swath of Atlanta County has been dismantled. Now they're putting smart meters on our buildings here without without asking us. I live in a HUD community. They didn't ask us what they told us they're going to do it. So right. They're telling us what they're going to do to us. So you're saying we need to have a strategy against this. That's what I'm getting from you. Thanks. Yes, Thanks. John. I, Thanks, that's John. exactly it, John. Let's face it. You you if you're going to uh, if you're going to go uh, into a fight, you know, make sure you know what weapons you're going to use. And if you go through history. And I can go, and I would have fun with you with this, but at the end of the day, you need to be in a position to be prepared for some of these uncertainties. And people in general, John, they do not like uncertainty. And right now, I, I and I'm afraid to tell everyone that's listening, we are very much in uncertain times. And not, not just me saying it, it is the, you know, the world forum that came out, some of the, probably 95% of the CEOs, talked about it and in the situation we're at today. So I can't share with you anything that I know other than the fact that I'm getting this information cutting edge as as close to the to the vest that I can share with you and people need to wake up because you can't do the same thing you did you know, 25, 30 years ago, which I understand because I'm in it this long. So your strategy must be presented with the client I'm dealing with. I don't care if it's a corporation or if it's an individual. You need to have them understand that the, the dilemma that we're faced with, we need to be in a situation that benefits from it. So like you said earlier, you need to change the game plan to be able to take advantage of this situation. And a lot of advisors, I'm afraid to tell you, have not been groomed to that. They're still doing the same stuff because I see it all the time. So for me, I and just to let you know, I probably right now read two books a month. Most CEOs read, read between two and four a month. Most people in general, they haven't read since high school. So I just <laughs> understand, it's just fact. That's right. So I want to, sh- I want people to understand it's not about, you know, anything other than the fact that how do I position them in this environment with all the things that are taking place? And then on top of that, making it simple as possible. Ginny uh, is back, and she has a quick question for oh, you, I'm Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, Ginny. Go ahead. Ginny, go ahead. Real quick, real quick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John and Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe. Yes. I have not gotten any stimulus checks. Why is that? Is it because I have, uh, they, they feel that I have too much money, or I've never gotten one? What do I do about that, in your opinion? Well, I, I think what you said is true. You it, probably made pro- too yeah, much right. money. <laughs> Yeah. You're probably on that 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 line of so forth. You work with a, an accountant, Jenny? Yes. Yeah. I would I would definitely take this to them because he they might know 
where, because they're doing your taxes when you receive it and when you don't receive it, that's what I, that's the first place I would start, Jen, tell you the truth. And we did the same thing, Jen, for us. When a couple of years ago, they gave me money and they don't get, and I don't even know, and believe it or not, I didn't need the money. They just handed it to me. I said, well, why are you handing this money? I'm not, you know, but because I have employees and because of COVID hit, fine. But my accountant knew exactly where to go, find that. And, and is this legitimate? Is am I going to get taxed on this? Not taxed on this? So I would, that's the first place I would start, Jen. Tell you the truth there on that one. Okay. And I did that already. I've, I've gotten nowhere. So <laughs> okay. what, well, you, you may want to, can she use yours? Oh yeah, Jen. I'll give me more than happy to to, uh, to trade uh, not a trade accountants with you, but I'll I'll uh, if you and contact us, I'll uh, inform our accountant and maybe that we can help you there. Okay, thank you, you so much. Okay. My pleasure. Okay, thanks for the call. Thanks Jenny. for the call, Jen. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. It's talk with a purpose. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. We still have some time with Joe Yakovich, and we're going to get back into this bucket list. Yep. And we'll get into uh, whatever you want to talk about. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. More of Joe after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be partly sunny, not as cool for the rest of the afternoon. The high 55. Clouds break tonight with a low dip into 34. Some sunshine giving way to clouds tomorrow. The high 56. Rather cloudy to kick off the new week Monday. High 55. Cooler with clouds and sunshine on Tuesday. The high 41. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose with Joe Yakovich. If you would like to reach Joe during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. And his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And if you want to see what we look like. Joe has been so kind as to have both our pictures. We're going to get in again. I'm going to get you loose. Uh, another? Yep. I mean, is it there now? Oh, updated stuff. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. Updated up. I just want to see if it's there. I mean, you know, <laughs> after all. <laughs> I, can, good uh, I mean, uh, look, I'm, I, I, I've made you, I made you a star. Oh, absolutely. And all you have to do is no, put, put my picture on your website. Um, easy, easy stuff, easy stuff. And I've, I've made your wife a celebrity, oh, too. Oh, yeah, she is a celebrity. But you she know? was a celebrity when I met her well, anyway. That's true, so what's too, I yeah. tell you? You know that. <laughs> 609-407-1450. Let's talk to D in Atlantic City. D, good morning. Welcome. You're on with Joe Yakovich. Good morning, D. Well, morning, John. Morning, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Joe, he's put, said put money in metals. 
Gold and silver usually hang the same. They don't go up down. They don't fluctuate that much. But what's with platinum? You know, Jenny, Is I it mean... a good uh, investment? Where can I get it? That's... Uh, it's they, 900 an ounce. That's... I know. Ounce, that's... Uh, I like what you said there. Uh, if you're... And I'm, I'm not a big believer of the commodity market because it doesn't, like you said, mm-hmm. doesn't make anything. Uh, believe yeah. it or not. But uh, I, I truly believe the, the more talk and the people I've been talking to, uh, you know, the gold, silver, I mean, between you and I, I think silver is on sale right now. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going That's to do anything, and, and, I think, yeah. yeah, and you see what's happening on how it's used. I do like platinum, but the silver thing is a play. And the reason I'm saying that to you is because um, it's utilized much more. I mean, gold is utilized for you know, the, the jewelry and so forth. But silver is, is in all computers. And to me... Everything, right. Yeah, so I, to me, to me, if, if I was a commodity player, and, I, and it's just funny that we're talking this way because I myself, a couple of weeks ago, started to do some investigating on uh, the commodity market. And I, I don't want to have, you know, the actual physical commodity itself. You want to buy something that has a mine or something like that, but I can help you there. But again, I think between you and I, I think silver's on sale. That's all I'm going to say to this. Right, because... And everybody can buy it, Joe. Every Correct. people can buy it. Correct. In exactly. price range, yeah. yeah, the but, only thing I got to be concerned with, the... the only thing I'm concerned with is the fact that if you buy it in or through a commodity in terms of physical, you got to store it someplace. Now, I can't imagine right. if you store silver in your home or at the bank, how much can you, you know, Store and, and not in Atlantic City anyway. Right. Atlantic exactly. City. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can be put, you can put it in the walls. You can build it in a house and you stick them in a wall. Yeah. I'll, I'll give away my age. You can always right. call the Lone Ranger. I mean, the Lone Ranger today. Yes, Lone Ranger. Yeah, he'll, today, he'll use it. Ninety years. Uh, high old silver. Yes, away. <laughs> Dave, thanks for the call. We Thank appreciate you. it. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. You want Joe's books? Yep. Or you want to talk to Joe? Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. All right. We went to the first bucket, second but bucket. The, the second bucket it seems to be more, uh, I, I guess, this is really important. Yes. What, what should do this? With is this is the key element, John. Okay. This is the heart of the, this is what yeah. I thought the heart of your money. This is the heart of yeah. your money. The next bucket, John, in this case, it's a time bucket. It's between five and seven years as you're in the retirement. You got to be really critically important important for you to understand it because this bucket may be good with some bonds or bond types or fixed income at regular intervals but you got to have some money into income income and thanks to some of these payments with interest rates being high or some of the equity type of uh, strategies that we present to people and not being part of the market you need to start to say to yourself, okay, Joe Yakovich, I'm, uh, you know, I need three or four thousand a month. I'm getting XYZ on my pension. I'm getting XYZ on my Social Security. How much more do I need to at least take care of that portion on my month to month budget? And that's that, that income bucket will do that. That's your key element is having enough money in that income bucket where you can sleep at night and not have an insomnia. So our, our concern is make sure that we sit down like a, like a fiscal philosopher and say, okay, this is what's happening. How do you feel about that? And how much do you need or want to run your household? Whatever it may be, because everybody's different. That's why it's so custom, custom when I work with it. And it's not cookie cutter because it's always changing. And the last bucket, John. Wait, this, I, I just have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. On the second bucket. Yes, sir. So you're saying 
about five years before yep. you retire, you got to set this up. Correct. Or, or, or have had set Absolutely. Up. You got to start to set these, these but plans But do you up. like double your putting in amount? In other words, if you put in like more than you would normally, do you do that? Well, it depends on, again, how much are we going to do approximately? We kind of do that approximation because right now you see what's happening with inflation. Yeah. So you see, you know, your purchasing power is cut quite a yeah, bit. That's what I meant. So, Correct. So, so we have to, we have to factoring factor. Factoring that in. Correct. We have to factor that in uh, as opposed to putting your money into the market. And that's what people are doing. And they're taking a gamble. On their money, because again, I said said earlier, if it goes down, what's my recovery? Not only what my recovery, you understand, John. If you lost fifty percent in the market, which you've seen, and all those past four or five times in the market that dropped, you really you got to think about it. You have just to break even. If you lost fifty uh, percent, you'd have to make. Are you ready for the number? Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you see the market to coming catch back? Up, to, to catch just up. Just to break yeah. even. Yeah. Forget about inflation. Yeah. Forget about just to break even. So at this point of your of, of your time of going into retirement, that's why I say have a plan. Make sure you address a hybrid retirement. Maybe work part time someplace, and make sure you have a design income bucket that will be. Because don't forget, John. People don't know this, and they should. Remember when you have the right or wrong strategy in the second bucket, and you have bonds, bonds lost money besides the stock market in 2022. Because as interest rates go up, bond prices go down. So people need to be aware of that. So we have certain strategies to prevent these things from happening. Make sense? So that is my second bucket of money. So in bucket two, do you pick, I guess, the highest rate of return? We look for... Three to five percent guaranteed not to lose money. Buckets of strategies, so they're not going to lose. It's again no loss. You're not going to be Gordon Gecko in the market, what people think, right? (laughs) You're going to be at three to five percent on average, no losses. Remember, no losses, guarantees, and that's your second bucket. As I as I roll over, this is the biggest hurdle that have that I have really. Wrestle matches with clients. The third bucket is the the casino bucket. Okay. The market. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you. Okay. It goes up and it goes down. Okay. So so the third bucket is different than the second bucket. Correct. Okay. The third bucket is what people think it's really sexy. They think the stock market is sexy and they do this and they do that. And they realize... They need to put that money into the bucket, and it has to be a long-term approach. Now, understand, John, there's only one problem here. As I talk to people about it all the time, the runway is shortened. But now the runway is super short because they don't have enough time to make it back up. So you got that third bucket. You do your best to put money away long-term to keep it pace with inflation over a long period of time. You have to have equities to make sure you understand this and money compounds and so forth with that bucket. And you'll have to have an option to replenish those dollars. When the market goes up, John, then you take some of that money. This is where it becomes a little dicey and you roll into the second bucket. So you continuously take full advantage of the market on some of your money. Market goes up, you roll that money into the income 
and you continue to do your best to stay in place with inflation and taxes. And that's constant every single year I meet with my clients. And I have a, a quick snapshot of their money, like an MRI or an EKG. And I say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Are oh, you need more? Do you need less? No, let's, we'll stay it out. We, we're fine now. Because they might be working part-time or it might be other monies they might be selling or yeah. they might sell a second property. Who knows? I don't know until I sit down with them. But I want people to be aware of this. And I also want people to be really aware of the fact that they make sure they have the right beneficiary, not a trust on their money. Beneficiary checkup. Make sure you have a, the right beneficiary to your money. Again, I see people that forget, they get divorced, separated, Someone dies, and all of a sudden, somebody that they don't like anymore or has already passed is still as a beneficiary. So be aware of all those buckets and how they're structured. But the third bucket is always a wrestle match. Making money in the market, let's take some of that profit and put it into the second bucket. No different than I went to the casino. I think I told you. Yeah. You know, you got to take your go to the game, lose, and make it come back again. All right, but I have a question. Sure. So I, I understand the first bucket. Go ahead. But the second and the third, how much does a person know to I'll put tell you in? Exactly. To I'll put in? I'll tell you exactly. Okay. I'll tell you exactly. If you say, well, Joe Yakovich, I'm down by 1000 a month. I need to generate 1000 a month more. Okay? Yeah. Because you might have Social Security, pension, whatever. And you say, well, I'm down a thousand. So I take four percent, and you go, I need. Think about what I'm saying to you. You take a number; it could be a hundred thousand, or two hundred thousand, and you times it by four. Okay. okay. Yeah. So if you need twelve thousand a year, if you have two hundred thousand, you might need three hundred thousand. Because three hundred thousand times four percent is what? You, you you really hit me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, if you're getting four percent on this account, hypothetically, yes, yes. right, yes, and you have three hundred thousand in that bucket, hypothetically, yes, three hundred thousand times four percent—that's twelve thousand a year. Okay, stay with me. That's a thousand a month. Yes. So that particular bucket needs to have that amount of money in there. Okay. Uh, so you now okay. I don't I have to it. worry about this. I'm, I'm like, okay, I can go to sleep at night knowing that my three hundred thousand is can, is is not only guaranteed, but more importantly, it's going to produce my thousand dollars a month. Okay. That I need. Okay. And my other money is in the casino bucket. And I'm on the dice game or a crap or or the blackjack game with that money. But if I make a little score, I take a little bit of the money and put it into the three hundred thousand dollars oh, bucket. Okay. Maybe something different. But yeah. my point to this is, at least I know that that three hundred thousand, no losses, and because of the way it's structured, it gives my client the highest rate of return possible. The older you get. They're going to get a better rate of return than 4% because it's mortality credits I receive. That's a whole technical jargon, which I sit with my clients about, how we're able to get a better rate of return, sleep at night, and know every single month, John, the check's coming. You can't say that in the stock market because you don't know. Yeah. And the other thing which really is not good, the people have so much emphasis on the stock market, they're not happy. They're not happy because they have to watch a stock market every day. 
They don't know when the market's going to go up and down. And if I knew, I would not be It's really here. been volatile these last couple and of years. And you're not going to see that go away, John DeMassey. No. I'm afraid to tell you. And no. people need to recognize it right now more than ever. So like the like John said from Ocean City, you know what, Joe? you got to set your game plan a little different from the first half to the second half. And I'm afraid to tell all of us that are on the call. We are in the third period of our lives. I mean, if we're 60-ish... Think about the numbers here. We only have so many years that continue to click away, and we need to make sure those last that last period or last quarter to some of us is designed not to lose money, not to lose money here. And that will uh, lead us into our final break of the morning. Talk with a purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. We have some final thoughts on today's Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from BF Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because BF Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call BF Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget BF Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose, Joe Yakovich. He is available during the week, 856 Please, don't be afraid. No, say, say yeah, go eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. That's eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. Or at jmlfinancialgroup.com.com. dot com. You you did that well. You know, I'm getting so used to you, it. I've only been doing it for forty years, so I must be getting it finally. You know. <laughs> okay, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. That's our number here. A couple minutes left of the show. Joe, um, what are the most important areas of planning? You know, John, I think this is the, the key element here. And most people, I don't know, in my profession in terms of advisors, I don't know if they do it or don't do it. But let me uh, let me point out to help 
we what we do, we do our best. There's three things to help control fees, taxes, and risks. The first one is income. Uh, we need to know, that's what I said earlier, we ask the questions of income expense analysis. We want to know how much they need each and every 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 month. And also we look at how to maximize and benefit from Social Security. Because people, 95% of the people that pick Social Security, John, pick the wrong benefit. I'm just, this is a fact of nature. Yeah. We also need to understand longevity. Nobody, you know, in our case, we live a long time. Technology keeps us going. So we need to factor that into our income. Do so, you, do you... When, when a client says to you, I need so much money. Correct. Do you maybe challenge them on that and say, well, let, let's look at this. Well, I do. How, because- do you, how do you know that you need that much? Maybe you don't need that much. Well, I'll tell you what I do. Before they meet with me, at least on a second appointment, they have to have an income uh, plan for me. So, okay. So, so I can okay. see what they have going on. I don't, uh, from electric, from gas, from their cars, from their insurances, from the rental, whatever they have, they're going to give me, Joe, we have to have this much. Okay. And then I work backwards. The other thing is investments. We assess risk tolerance. We look at comprehensive institutional money managers. So I don't just do little money managers because of my background. I don't have one particular company that's tied on to me. Two, we look at tax-efficient strategies. I'm look, always looking at taxes and how it can benefit us. I don't want to put too much, I'll give you an example, I don't want to put too much money from an IRA to a Roth because we still get a standard deduction. So I do a calculation for the client and say, we need to start to roll over this money from an IRA to a Roth IRA and get a tax-free income for the rest of your life. So there's, there's, you know, there's calculations that we're talking to the client about predicated on how much he has or she or he has, or how much they want in their retirement years. Do you, o- do you always recommend the Roth? As much as possible because it's a tax-free vehicle. And you don't have to do a RMD, required minimum nutrition on, on a Roth. But the other flip side is, but people need to know this because I don't really think all the advisors, when the person that owns the Roth passes, the beneficiary that they receive will receive the money tax-free. But they also have to have an RMD on the Roth. They passed the law. Need to know that. Got to be on top of this. Health and long-term care. I mean, I see so many people living today longer than ever looking for, you know, different ways to do for Medicare and supplements and analyzing options for long-term care, how it's built in separately or through insurance companies or life insurance in this case. They now they do both. And the last piece of the puzzle we had on Ron the other couple of weeks ago, Ron Capuccio, we need to update beneficiaries and have all our necessary documents someplace we have our, get our hands on. Because what happens is when something like this happens, John, if somebody passes, it's a frenzy. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know where to find it. And most people, I know this is going to sound a little quasi-snooty, but people, it's amazing, and I give them permission. One of the first people that they call is our firm. Because my family help your family. So we're big believers of making sure that the clients know who we are, what we do, how we do it. And we go into a whole different mode when somebody passes or somebody gets or becomes disabled in a way that, you know, maybe they're not going to come out of it and so forth. We have these cases now happening. And my job is to make sure that I have everything in place so they don't get all upset. And I try to, you know, kind of calm that whole environment down. It's as difficult as it is. And I've taken that very seriously because that's what I do, John. That's kind of a fun part of my job. 
I know that long-term care is a big issue with you, but it's very expensive. Correct. How do you negotiate that for clients? Well, we do a couple of things. It could be one of many, but it's one, we use life insurance because now you have life insurance slash long-term care. And if they don't and they're not eligible or they don't want to pay for it, we need to position their assets differently. You follow me? We need to say, okay, we, you might not have to own the property. You might have to start to gift the property possibly to your children. So there's a number of strategies that we'll talk to people about, whatever's best for that person. But we're always looking at, especially Social Security, when to take it, 62, 65, 66, 67, or 70. But again, what we said before, it, again, it depends on how much and if they're going to still work and not work. That's the big question mark for those people. And estate planning is also important. So it's key. I, the first question I asked, John, do you have a will? And how many people say no? <laughs> if I tell you or they'll say, yes, I do. I go, well, when did you have it updated? 1980. Well, no, no. When my kid was three years old, I said, well, how old is he now? He's 46. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So, Oh, Crazy. well, that is going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, who does his usual steady job. And thanks to Joe Yakovich for coming in and educating us once again on finances. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, I want to give your number out. 856-751-1771 is Joe's number. 856-751-1771. Call him and talk to his wife. She'll set it up. For Absolutely. You. Because if you wait for Joe, you know. Not going to happen. That's well, right. Yeah. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great week. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. We'll sing the Eagles fight song, but we'll save that for our sports talk station. <laughs> I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great week and a healthy one. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Talk with a purpose right here. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.